Listening to Filmmaker Mike and the boys. Joining me for this episode is Kuya. What's up, guys? How you doing? And Pinhead. Mortal Kombat 1 still fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. All righty. So, yeah, um, kicking things off, we took a, a bit of a break there, but um, Ahsoka Part 8 finally finished. Not, see, not series. They and they pretty much dubbed it as season finale, but they haven't announced a season two yet either. So they could just say, "Hey, that was one and done," and the story will continue in a different series, you know, yeah. or that that uh, Filoni movie. But I I I feel like we're gonna see that continuation of that story before that Filoni movie. But who knows? Um, yeah. Ahsoka Part Eight: The Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord. It was, uh, I think it had a runtime of 50, 50 plus minutes. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. It was cool to see Ezra back in action, actually with his lightsaber and his lights, his new lightsaber looks much like Kanan Jar- Jarrus's uh, lightsaber. So that was cool. The hilt uh, was uh, pretty sexy. Yeah. Um, I do like the action sequences that they had. That was pretty awesome. And we got Lady Morgan, who was transformed by the mothers, the night mothers, um, as she fought and dueled Ahsoka. And she had the Blade of Talzin, which got me pretty excited because I was like, oh, shit, that's from the Clone Wars. Uh, For those who are familiar or who may not be familiar with the Clone Wars, Mother Talzin, the, the pretty much the head mother witch, of uh, on Dathomir used that blade that was her weapon and the fact that they summoned it and of course when they said it was the blade of Talzin and it was flaming with the green flame like yeah that was fucking awesome um I like the three Jedi battle with um and, and then as they were fighting the troopers and then yeah so the the night troopers were were human up until we got essentially uh I guess not zombified but reanimated uh stormtroopers. Yeah, it's it's zombified, man. I guess in Star Wars terms, <laughs> that's the that's the closest thing. Um, but it, I thought it looked cool. It looked cool, they look cool, and the fact that they were, I guess, a little bit more formidable, or I, they were like overwhelmed uh for like three Jedi. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Um, so let's just keep blasting the doors and let's just keep running because time's a ticking and we got to get going because the, the ship's leaving. Um, and then we got, uh, hey, Sabine now officially, uh, powerful with the force. It's activated. Um, it's not what I, ca- I was hoping that we would get something a little bit more emotional as far as her unleashing her force powers. 
maybe uh as being uh Ezra uh Ezra's safety or his life being put into danger and that's when she acts but I thought it was still cool that she helped um well she she used it to get her lightsaber uh and then she helped give Ezra a boost so he could get on the bridge of or the not the bridge but the the docking port or whatever you call that um on oh. Thrawn's ship she 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 got choked, uh, you know, and I guess she got so excited that the force came out on her. You know what I mean? She was getting choked on, and then all of a sudden she. Was... What Ahsoka did you watch? Like I don't think you watched. The... <laughs> you watched the different Ahsoka. The, the the big the big dude was choking her, and then all of a sudden she was trying to grab her lightsaber. Oh and then, yeah, and then whatever. Yeah, that's how that's how she got her force powers. She she likes she likes getting choked. Well, her so, life I mean, was threatened, so that also made sense. If your life she was, was like, threatened, choke me. She was like, you choke better me, use daddy. The, you better use the force. She was like, choke me, daddy. Oh yeah. Hey, as Anakin told Ahsoka, hey, uh, live whatever. or die. So you got to choose. Yeah. So Ahsoka chose to live, and so did Sabine. That, that, that was such a fucking power up, though. I was just like, wow. Like for for so now, from being an apprentice, now she she's like like you know you know like. Uh, Jedi Knight fucking capable now. You think it was of... that quick? I don't think so. It was a gradual step. It took a while. It took it a while. It was five minutes, dude. No, 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 no. You gotta start from <laughs> part one. No, no. Let's go. Let's go to where he where she got the fucking like when she pulled she forced uh grabbed that that, that lightsaber and stabbed well, the dude. Well she's been head. practicing, right? Ahsoka was training her with a cup. That was part what? Two, three? Maybe part, part okay, three or four? A, a cup. Versus fucking a human being. Okay, but your life is in danger. It, it's not. It's not a fucking. You, you know what I mean. Her like, life I'm just was like, in danger. Uh, and she was trying to help Ahsoka as well. Different circumstances. I... It to me, it made sense. She was starting to hear Ahsoka's voice through the Force. Right. See, they were connecting. Even uh... not this part, but the previous part, when uh, Ahsoka was in the was hiding in the asteroid field or the graveyard, in space, and Ahsoka was communicating with her. So I thought, hey, people are gonna say, oh, that was too quick. Well, let's mm-hmm. look at let's look at the story that we were given from parts one to part eight. And there was a gradual, and even at first, there was nothing, right? And we even talked about it in part three when Shin, when she was dueling Shin in the um in the forest, you hear you she reaches out and you we Ow. both we both heard that tap. It was like yes. a force tap. And in the captions, it says there's the but- force sound effect. But what I said was the power up was such, like such such, such, uh, such an extreme fucking jump, like like for example, I I would have understood it if they were when they were fighting um uh, Shin, in like in the, in the the thing right in the the little roundabout thing whatever when when the the, the tribal the the on the previous uh, um episode uh-huh. when um uh, when when Shin like fucking force pushed the the shit out of uh. Ezra, uh, Ezra, and and you know he he looked like he got hurt pretty bad. Yeah, he did. He I, 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 I think that that would have been a good time for her to be to to like you know say in fucking like Goku ah! and then like power up. Then then I I would have understood that shit. Then he would have. Then I was like, oh, so, so her, her getting choked her, the life out of her. Her her, 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 her force her force uh, force powers right now. Is, you just want to see a different version of Ahsoka and Sabine, no, like Sabine but, getting it on but with like, Ezra I, again. Just fucking <laughs> getting getting choked by a dude, and then all of a sudden he she can grab it, and then all of a sudden she she has the lightsaber, and, and that's cool. And then all of a sudden she she was like, I have the confidence now. 
go ahead and jump like like you know eighty eight hundred feet in the air. I'll, I'll fucking force push you up. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't Again, know. I let's look like... at the parts. What happened? <laughs> she wanted to find Ezra. She didn't have a great relationship with Ahsoka, right? But that's all well and good now. They're good. They're set. Yeah. So everything has basically everything that's has is built up. It to me, it made sense to the story. Like, yeah, of course she'd be she'd be comfortable with using the force now, and she'd be confident because she's good with her master. She found Ezra. All of those uh, oh. ticks have been checked. Uh, all of those boxes have been checked. And, and again, it would have been nicer if the power up happened when uh, when she was fighting Shin, so that so that Shin can realize like you know I'm I I am a badass, but look at look at this up and comer. You know, it would have been nice. You know, like I was just like, okay. oh, okay. I, I get. What you, you know what you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So, so 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 at that point, like the 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 fans can see, oh, her her force powers are are kind of sort of awakened. So now she can do the things that she More she needs cool to do. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. But but when... but again, you know, it's fine. Like I under I understood what 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 Filoni meant. I understood what 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 the story was 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 going to entail. I'm just saying. It would have been nicer if that happened that way, but I'm gotcha. not the guy in charge, so I'm just watching. Yeah, because I mean, do I need to bring up the A New Hope example oh, no. of Luke when he yeah. when he gets to block those lights, those those blaster bolts from the training remote, and everyone was just like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" But nowadays, you see, you get someone who like does something cool, and everyone's like, "What? It's too fast. It's too powerful. This well, can't be." Well, they they didn't know the extent of the what what the force was before. Well, they right. had no, no fucking idea. Now, now they have a, a base in Empire Strikes on, Back. On what they can do when Luke was uh up hanging upside down, get re- yeah. getting ready to be eaten as a frozen popsicle by that uh by the Wampa. Yeah. You know, he's reaching out for his lightsaber, and he's not powerful in the force, but he gets it. It takes a while. Right, but he gets. What do you mean it. he's not powerful in the force, dude? He, he's the son of the air. What are you talking about? Okay, in that scene in Empire Strikes <laughs> Back, when he reaches out with the force, he's the the saber is struggling. He, he, he used the force to shoot the shoot to shoot the lay the rockets into the little tiny ass fucking. He did, hole yes. That destroyed. Okay, because Obi Wan was in his head and telling him, "Use the force. Let go. Let yeah. go of your. Let go of your feelings. Use the force." Yeah. But this time, it took it took him a while. An empire, yeah. and that, that's why, yeah, like you I know, it. it, it, it now, if you were such a badass, yeah. What was that? Why couldn't he pull the X-wing out then? If he was such a badass in the right. force, right? He it, needed it, Yoda it's, it's to spot. do it. He right. needed Yoda it's, it's to do it. And... Yeah, it's plot now. Yeah. It's plot. It's plot because the teenager is like, now. I don't want to do this for it. Fuck it's this, Boomer. Now. Why don't and, you do it, Boomer? And he said, I can't do it. It's too big. And then Yoda says, Only that's in your mind. Said. Only in your mind is it too big. <laughs> so uh, and Yoda showed him, and then and then what does what? As soon as Yoda pulls out the X-wing out of the swamp and lands it on the ground, like, Luke says, bitch. "I can't, I can't believe it." And Yoda says, "That, that why is fail. why you fail, <laughs> because you, you don't believe. believe. You can't believe. You don't believe. You will fail." See, that's that's what happened to Star Wars Theory. He didn't believe. Now he fucking fails. Nah, he just fucking hates. Fucking hater. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Because he knows he gets the views. And saying, oh, that was in my script. You know? What fucking script did you talk about? Shit. Like (laughs) did you submit it into the the you know the the writers guild or what? Yeah. Um, and then we also had Balin, who unfortunately, you know. 
Yeah. Got, got very few. And, and that's the thing. I was expecting it. And I feel like I was telling Jester, I feel like obviously they had more planned for this character. They didn't see, mm. you know, what happened to Ray. No one saw that coming. So they obviously had more planned. But it also feels like when when Ray passed away, this show was still in post-production and they were still editing it. And they it looks like they may have edited more out to just make it look like that's those are the three shots for the character that he got there and then he's still going on that journey. But I feel like there's more in the cutting. They may have cut out more just yeah. because, you know, and I feel like, if yeah, for me, the best, this is just me, the best way forward with that character <laughs> is to recast so we can see we can see the continuation of that story or, you know, because it's a great, it's a it's a really cool arc for the character. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to get it unless it's recast. Um, and, and it's, and all, up, it's all up to Filoni, it's all up to the powers that be to, to make that decision because Balin, like, I don't know, I don't know if about you, Mike, Balin is a popular character right now. Yeah, well, not only no. that, it's the what was set up and what he's standing on, that monument, that big-ass statue of the father. Of the Lord of the Rings. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Lord of the Rings inspired, yeah. but instead Knock of the off, open off. hand, the open palm, it's <laughs> a fucking punch. Well, it, it should be, yeah, whatever. But Where's yeah. Um, but for those, oh, who, there! those who are not familiar mountains? with the Clone Wars, the Mortis trilogy is one of the uh, most important Clone Wars arcs. And that's where the father, the son, and the daughter is introduced. You can clearly see the the son next to him on that the, the big ass statue rock formation. The daughter is actually on the other side with her head cut off. Um, mm. but you there is did it. No, that that's already been like that. Um, uh. but there is speculation that the daughter lives on in Morai, that owl like character that we see at the end of the episode. That is always around wherever Ahsoka is, is watching over her. Um, so that was cool. Very unfortunate that that's how it, how, how it ended. But, you know, again, nobody could see what happened to Ray coming. So, and then, and then Shin, Shin is going to be a, the leader of the Knights of Ren. The, the leader of, I don't think <laughs> the, the Knights, Knights of, Ren. of Ren. What Knights of Ren? Those are not Knights of Ren. You want to <laughs> see Knights, you want to see Knights they, of Ren? They, they look like they look the the armor look kind of look like Knights of Renny, you know what I'm saying? The, the little whatever. They, they just need to color it a little black, but like you know. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, you want to see Knights of Ren, the origin, or at least like a beginning of Knights of Ren? No, there's, there's a, a comic book, right? There's a comic book, but there is a Lego movie that they made, a Lego Star Wars movie okay. that features the Knights of Ren. And they did like a Lost Boys story with the Knights of Ren recruiting Kylo Ren. And I thought it was fucking cool. I was like, this is coming from a Lego movie? Okay, this is fucking cool. Um, And Kylo Ren actually goes, I'm pretty sure that was Vader's castle. Yeah. Wait, did, did, did they jump off of the fucking bridge uh, out into the fog of nowhere? And I can't remember. Flying? I can't remember that, but I thought it was fucking cool. I was like, that's shit. what the Lost Boys did. <laughs> um, I think it was the the Lego Star Wars. It may have been the Lego Star Wars holiday special. I think I'm going to have to double check that. But anyway, um, Thrawn was cool. I feel bad, though. I, I now I realize like, yeah, this was clearly this show was clearly made for the fans who love and who watched Clone Wars and Rebels. Yep. But I do feel for those who are not familiar with the, the series or who have not even watched any of that, 
I think they it could have been better if they gave us a flashback of Thrawn, showing how how truly badass he is, and a flashback of um, yeah, just of Thrawn. I think yeah, that that's that, that's that's the only one I'm thinking of because we got flashbacks of Ahsoka, uh, with with Anakin in that glorious uh part five, um, but Thrawn I feel more uh there could have been a quick flashback or yeah that's the that's the one other character i was thinking of ezra a flashback of ezra i don't know why i was thinking for some reason because hasbro made an action figure of ezra based on the show with his rebels look so with his rebels gear not with the way he looks in the show but with his rebels gear but with the actor's face clean shaven face so when I saw that action figure, I I was thinking immediately, holy shit, are we going to get a flashback of that final moment when Ezra saves the galaxy and he um, force talks with the, with the star whales and they wrap around the Star Destroyer of Thrawn and then they jump off and we see that final scene. They didn't, We didn't get that. I was hoping we would. Because I think if we got that, for the fans that never watched Rebels, it would have been sense. cool. It would have been cool. It would have been, been cool, cool and it would it would have made more sense as to why all this build up to what about why Ezra? Why do you like, want to save like, Ezra? Like the first 10 minutes of the first episode before before the the opening credits, right? Like I think it would have been that, cool. That would have been cool there. I thought it could have been cool as a as a flashback when Ezra and Sabine reunited. Uh, I, I think it would have been nice to, like at the very beginning before before you introduce the um uh you know, what you call it, uh, Shin and uh, you know, but before they started like offing those 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 uh, resistance dudes. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, but so. you you just hear all oh he there's it's it's in part one, Ezra Bridger was a hero. Great, you're telling me about it. How about show me? Because I'm watching a show. I'm not listening to an audio book. You know, but that's just a minor. That's just a minor thing that I thought. You know. But that's mostly also for people who are not familiar with Rebels. I feel like if you did that, if you showed more of, of that for Ezra and then Thrawn, I think you have a more well-rounded, you know, understanding for the casual fans or for anyone who just like, hey, I'll check Ahsoka out, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought uh, I I enjoyed the I enjoyed part eight. I enjoyed the series. Comparing it to all the other live action Star Wars series we've got, we've gotten so far. Um, this this ranks high along with the Mandalorian for me. Um, I enjoyed Kenobi, but the I enjoyed more a little bit uh, moments here and there. This one overall, I enjoyed a lot. It's not perfect by any means. There are I, I think there are some things here and there that could have been done better, or you know. But again, I'm not the writer. I'm not you know. I'm just a fan. But from a fan's perspective, who's uh watched. The Clone Wars and Rebels, I thought it was very well done. Um, though, and I also think it was it was a good way for Filoni to get his feet wet. I mean, he already got his feet wet with um, The Mandalorian Season 2 with his debut episode for Ahsoka. But this was his first time writing an entire series. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it will only get, he'll only get better because I'm sure he will learn from, you know, I'm sure he's also lurking around online and looking at what and or seeing what other people are saying and getting feedback and seeing what you know so i think it's only going to get better um Just, as he prepares for that Filoni movie whether it's that's if that's the next thing or if we're going to get some other series before then um 
I'm but uh, it's, yeah. yeah in in regards to to Filoni and his writing, I I have no problems in it. I I just want him to make it make it make sense for everyone, not not just the fans of of Rebels and uh, Clone Wars, not just like the 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 hardcore Star Wars fans, but even the casuals. I'm sure Pinhead would have enjoyed a lot a lot a little bit more explanations, you know, beforehand, right? But Pinhead before before you uh. Before you got you jumped into the the fucking deep dive into like the Ahsoka thing here, and you know like common people like like just random people from 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 my workplace when they were, when they were talking about Ahsoka, they they just thought like yeah like you know, I didn't realize that this this Jedi was you know like yeah I was like well did you watch the cartoons no I didn't well, there you go you need to watch the fucking cartoons to understand where Ahsoka came from, and and all that stuff and then. You know, it it was good. the 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 way the way he told the story of Ahsoka was great. Uh, again, I I could have wanted I wanted more and more of the the stuff that I I personally wanted, but you know I I'm not I'm not God, so I can't get what I want. <laughs> so so I'm just I'm just I'm just grateful that that what with what I had you know with what I saw and everything. It was cool, you know. The the fight scenes were great. I wish there was more violence in when it comes to the lightsaber stuff. I uh, I remember like people getting cut down left and right when with with lightsabers back in the day. Now like it seems like even the the fucking uh, stormtrooper armor is, is as strong as a Mandalorian steel. You know what I mean? So like they they're they're not they're not they they're were not getting, getting they were getting knocked out. Yeah, they're getting knocked out. You but saw a head decapitated slashed. on Disney Plus. Was yeah, that to, not enough? No, this, I, I need. I wanted more. I wanted zombies to fucking start crawling with well, like you're legs not, off. You're not and, watching and, The Walking Dead. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it was fucking zombies. You you want you wanted like you know authentic like oh these guys are fucking coming alive from the dead like you know like I want like no legs like start crawling you know stuff like that. <laughs> so you want The Walking Dead. Or like you know, or like you know, some, somebody, like somebody got head like not clean off, but like half of it. So it's what the other ones like it's like tilted down like this, like oh god, things, okay. things like that would have been, would have made a lot. You know, everybody's like, holy shit, that's how strong the Night Sisters' powers are. Oh my god, everything is animated, it's, and like you know, stuff like that. That would have been cool, but you know, we got what we got because Disney, whatever. And I, I guess you know, we're, we're I'm okay that there's just like a, a decapitation, but. I was just like, oh, one. <laughs> not enough. It's not <laughs> enough. Like, you know, I mean, like we 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 got we got an S and M fucking choking scene, but like that's kind of like you know, but that's kind of like a, a thing there with Sabine. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm okay. Looking forward. I'm looking forward to the next. Um, I'm looking forward to the next. Uh, uh, you know, whatever, whether it be the next season or a movie or whatever comes comes up with this, I, if my opinion is, I, I love Ray, St- Ray Stevenson. I love the actor. I love, I love his character, how he portrayed Balin. If if Balin needs to be stretched out for this show, and 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 have the character go uh, go forward, recasting is fine. I'm okay with it, and, and I I believe Ray would 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 agree with that as well. Those are my thoughts. Oh, yeah. Before I forget, before I pass it on to Pinhead, real quick, I wanted to mention the last shot, the final shot. Beautiful. Absolutely great. Um, and, of course, spoilers. That it's the, it's the final shot, and it's 
Sabine, <laughs> Sabine feels it. Sabine feels something. Ahsoka feels something. They're saying that Ahsoka saw him. I'm like, no, she's not. When you look at her eye line, she's not looking directly at him, but she can feel him. And then it pans over to fucking Anakin Skywalker, not in the world between worlds, but Jedi spirit Anakin Skywalker. And my God, it was beautiful. And I just want to say, as much as this show was Rebels season five, it's about Ahsoka and also Sabine, mostly the main characters. The fact that they tied in Anakin, the fact that Dave Filoni brought in Anakin, not just in the world between worlds, not just as a hologram recording, but as a Jedi spirit, I thought was a nice send off. This is the last time we see uh, Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. Then it was beautiful, a great send off, and it 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 felt like it was a it was a gift that was wrapped with a perfect bow for the character of Anakin Skywalker. It was very well done, and that music. What, no, that no, score, more for, no more Force Ghosts. Well, I don't know. That's the thing. It would be cool if we get more of him with with Ahsoka, but I, if this is it, then I think that it's totally fine. It was beautifully well done, and it mirrors the shot of him looking at Ahsoka walking away from the Jedi Order from the Clone Wars, um, and that score, that Ahsoka theme, that beautiful Ahsoka theme, um, just perfect. It is, as I like to say, Mwah, chef's kiss. Fucking beautiful. So... And that, yeah, that I, I didn't even throw the popcorn because it was when I saw him. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, look, look at how times have changed, huh? Can you imagine? Hey, I, I I understood that he became a force ghost after the fact, but then I was so I was like, okay, fine. This is the asshole that's gonna be the force ghost for Anakin now, not not the old dude. But, well, okay, continuity. Yeah, exactly. George Lucas saw it, right? And I like that shit. I like continuity. Yeah. yeah. So, Pinhead, what'd you think of Ahsoka? I rewatched this from the beginning, and I think where I'm at, fuck Dave Filoni. This shit was garbage. <laughs> I hated this show. I by the end of it, I, I I fuck Ahsoka, fuck Dave Filoni, fuck Disney, fuck Lucasfilm, <laughs> fuck Kathleen Kennedy, fuck, fuck John Favreau. Fuck the list goes on and on. I I hated this show. I want I want some of it was cool. I won't lie. The music's fantastic. I still want the vinyl. I better get it. Mm. Or I'll say, fuck you even more, Disney. I hated this shit. I thought this was some of the most... I don't want to do homework when I watch a show. I'm I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not... This, this, isn't the, this isn't the fucking... This isn't the SAT midterm fucking Space Wizard shit. I'm not doing it. And I I understand this is the same way some people feel when they watch Star Trek. That's fine. I'm not doing this shit. I'm not doing this shit. I'm not going to sit there. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about Grand Admiral Flan. I don't give a fuck about the witches of New Brunswick. <laughs> I don't care about the Winnebago kid. I don't <laughs> give a fuck about any of them. I like Ahsoka to a point because Rosario Dawson is in it. That's it. David Tennant, you got some of us Doctor Who fans. We went, uh, that's cool. But I don't care. I, I won't say this is like a two out of ten because it's not that bad, but 
It's not a rewatch for a It's not a rewatch. And I don't give a fuck about a new movie. I don't care about a season two. <laughs> like This is in Book of Boba territory for me where I wish it would just go away. Go away. <laughs> just go away. You did your time. Go away. <laughs> unless, unless in the next season, Ahsoka flashes her tits. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> And and Mary's and um, and Mary's character drops trow and shows that ass. I don't. Mm. I don't Just, care. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, Just kiss. Or unless every episode <laughs> Jedi power battles where it's just Jedi's fighting like the old game on Dreamcast. I don't care. Oh, yep. <laughs> I've had that. I've had enough of this homework shit. This is why I'm not <laughs> watching Loki season two. Nope. That can suck my dick. That's why I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I'm, that's why I don't give a fuck about the next few Marvel movies. I might see the Marvels. I don't know. If oh, I do, come on. How about Fabrice? It's not their fault, but I might not out of spite because Dune got taken away. So, yep. Yeah. Um, so, out of spite, I might just go tell you, fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. You took my Dune away. Fuck you. Yeah. This so, is what you get, Warner Brothers. Like, I, I, fuck you. But if I watch anything else, it'll be the Marvels and I'll be done with it. And that's only because Brie Larson and the other girl and the other uh, woman in there, my black queen. So yeah. I, I can't I can't give this a pass. I thought this was shit. I thought it was shit. And Dave Filoni, fuck you for <laughs> put, getting my hopes up. You, you couldn't even do what a third grader would have thought of and just been like, hey, one or two sprinkles of a flashback here and there. That, that Was mm. that so? Is it so egregiously hard to do that you couldn't do? I don't even care if you gave me 40 seconds. You couldn't even do that. Go fuck yourself, you pissant. I hated this shit. <laughs> fuck this show. Fuck this show. Yeah, I, That's yeah, all I gotta say about fuck this show. No, in regards to what opinions said, like you know, the the flashback, if they if they made like the first episode like a, an hour something, hour fifteen, hour twenty, you know, it's not like, almost like a movie, right? And an then hour most of, it was, of like, a whole flashback. Oh my god! No, oh, not not an hour so of a whole much. flashback. I'm just I was saying, I'm just saying that the important <laughs> the important scene, the important scenes in in at the end of the rebels, right? Because that, that's you're introducing the new people. So th- those people. So that people are aware. Yeah, because what Mike told me about that 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 made me interested. That little synopsis of yeah. that, if they would have put that as a threat, now I understand why the Winnebago kid is such a badass. Yeah. Like, I, give me something. Yep. It, for, as a to us peasants down here, we think you're fucking grot goblins for doing that shit because it, it, it does nothing. Going, hey, Mike, let's go and watch AEW wrestling. And sitting you down there watching it and go, there you go. And everybody coming out and you going, who's that? And I'm going, figure it out. Yeah, what's the story? Like, what, what's the point <laughs> of that? There's, there's no fun in that. <laughs> a real person with some brains and some intellect and, you know, you would explain to people that have not seen it mm-hmm. the way it works. But, you know, <laughs> fuck the rest of us. So that's why I say, fuck you, Baloney. I'm done. Fuck this show. Fuck this show. No, just just, just a little touch like that. I think that would make me it more more. Uh, it's aggravating. It's fucking aggravating. 
and the, the thing is, I'm I'm the one in between, right? Just because, like, you know, I I kind of I kind of watched the Rebels, I kind of watched Clone Wars, I never never finished both of them, but I was just like, I know, but yeah, but, you yeah, but the, yeah, that's the that's the reason why I I kind of sort of enjoyed myself, but I, I I understood where you came from. I said it, it would have been nice if they had like at least a core of the Rebels. Like when when the rebels were attacking Thrawn and all that stuff, and Ezra doing this, his his force thing to to get the the, the space whales uh, and grabbing Thrawn far and yanking them and away. You know what? Things like that, day, that that would have that would have made that would have made it more make, make you know make it more palatable for 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 you know the people that are they haven't seen rebels. But at or, the end of the day, I do I will say I do respect Dave Filoni for doing this in a way because it's Picard season three for Star Wars fans mm-hmm. because that was a big complaint for Picard season three that. It was too Star Trek. It was. It wasn't. Well, so I know what you guys feel. I was like, "Fuck you guys! I don't care. This is for next generation fans, and this was for Clone Wars Rebels fans. That's great, but it's just not for me, and I'm okay with that. It's just you other fanboys out there. I'm not talking about right here. I'm talking about you other. Well, he don't like it. So fuck it. Like, well, you can go fuck yourself. Then I have my own right to have my own opinion. I'm not a fucking robot. Mm-hmm. So. I don't. It's just not how it works. It just wasn't for me. It just wasn't for me, and I'll leave it at that. It just wasn't for me. All right, we're back. So that's Ahsoka. Now moving on to Loki, season two, which apparently has gotten like, like the next day, like after season one, the the first episode premiered. Disney was like, "Oh, we got nine million viewers." And I'm like, well, well, yeah, it's Loki, because it's Loki. It's not like Secret Invasion. We got Nick Fury's there. Yeah, and oh, uh, what's his name is there? War Machine. I mean, you won't see War Machine in the armor. It's not even really. It's not even really um, Rhodey. So yeah. you know. <laughs> but okay, um, Loki, season two. Uh, so far, we have two episodes, um, but the first episode that dropped. I really liked. Um, it's called Ouroboros. Uh, it's actually the name of Ki Hui Kwan's character. Spoilers, uh, but they call him Ob for short. And I like the addition of Ki Hui Kwan here. I thought he. I thought he. Uh, I think he's great. And um, the second episode is Breaking Brad, which I thought was also good. I also really enjoyed. Um, Tom Hiddleston and Owen Owen Wilson Owen Kachow, Lightning McQueen Wilson is really shining in uh in these episodes as they did in season one. Um, I'm really enjoying uh, what they're doing here, and I'm really out of the Marvel shows of recent, you know, of, that have been released recently. This one really gets me. Uh, it's it's gotten me excited, and I'm enjoying it because I'm loving the the distinct aesthetic and the look of the show. It definitely sets itself apart from the other shows. And I think the the story is really intriguing. And the buildup to Kang, they didn't take out, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Majors. He's still, as far as we know, because it's still, we didn't see Kang, spoiler, uh, no spoilers here, but we didn't see Kang yet. Or, you know, we saw He Who Remains at the end of uh, season one. But we haven't seen him ever since he made his debut in Quantum Mania. But the buildup to, to Kang here is far more exciting and intriguing than it was in. Um, I feel like they should have connected more, or they should have put 
that Quantumania bullshit, the origin of Kang, they should have just put in here. How about that? Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And Julie, who has never seen Loki season one, didn't want to watch it. I started watching the second episode and he was curious. She, she was curious about it. And so we started watching season one again. And we actually got to four, ep- three episodes. I think four. And she was really intrigued and she's really liking it. So, but yeah, I'm digging it. I'm enjoying it. We were at California Adventure last week and Loki was there, but it was bargain bin. You know, he's not even close to Loki. <laughs> like, uh, but people were lined up. People were lined up to take a picture with Loki. And Obi was supposed to be there. They showed on Instagram. You know how when they have a new character, they'll show it at Disney Park's social media on Instagram. Hey, look at the new character. They're here. We didn't see Obi. Uh, he wasn't there. At least when we were there. They probably in, in, in Orange County, California, you didn't see any Asian with glasses. Not in California Adventure. Oh. Who looked like Kihui Kwan. Yeah, it's Orange County. There's, there's so many Vietnamese people there. So, California Adventure. Yeah. But we did go to San Francisco. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my kids did take a picture with Captain Karen. She was there. Oh, and there was barely a line because I guess she may have just started out there. And I was like, we were like, hey, go take a picture with Captain Marvel. And they were like, and their their pose, their pose was not Captain Marvel. What does he do? Like strong hands. You know, their pose was Spider-Man because they just got out the Spider-Man ride. But she was like, oh, yeah, did you help? Did you help Spider-Man take care of the spider spider bots? <laughs> so, but yeah, um, I'm digging Loki. I'm excited to see where it goes. And at the end, again, at the end credits of um, Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum bullshit, <laughs> the end credits leading to Loki season two got me excited for Loki season two. So I'm excited to see how that story unfolds. Um, but yeah. Oh, with the old guy in the 1800s? Yes. With Kang's the original version. The one, the one that uh, everybody was afraid of. Sure. Was the original. Yeah, sure. whichever. But again, watching season one again, it's like, <laughs> yeah, this show sets it for me, sets itself apart. And I really enjoy the show because you've got Tom Hiddleston, of course, who's, who's always good. And then you've got the, a good pairing with Owen Wilson. So, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see where it goes enjoying it how about you guys i haven't seen an episode what i'll probably watch it <laughs> i'll probably watch it like sometime but again i'm just no thor no it's not that it. it's not, it's not even that it's just <laughs> like this was supposed to be the big the big you know like the whatever like when 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 Marvel started fucking around with their schedules and everything, how the fuck are they gonna do Secret Wars now? How are they gonna do the the Kang, uh, Kong, you know, the Kang Dynasty or whatever the hell that Avengers thing is now? So I'm um, maybe I'll watch it like after you know uh, when I get bored or if, if I have other other or when I don't have anything to, else to watch, you know, because honestly, oh, like. Like I'm not a I wasn't a fan of Loki. Like Loki was was a sub fucking character to me. But the show, the first season, you didn't like it? It was just okay. It, it, it was okay. It was just mad. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it was it was just okay. I mean and then like I said, they're they're talking about time travel and all that shit and they're trying to make excuses for, for all this the their their shenanigans and stuff. 
because the, they like uh, Endgame and Infinity War caused so many plot holes. They need to they need to find a way to fucking fix that goddamn thing. So, quick question: the time the TVA they're in the comics, right? Mm-hmm. And Kang also made them. No. No. Okay. TVA is uh, basically part of Fantastic Four. Oh and shit! It was like a future, 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 like twenty or thirty seventh century type of whatever. Okay. And they were the ones. They 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 did like you know they're like time cops. You know basically they they right. any anything that they 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 prohibit certain things to to go in the past and everything. So that's what they try to do. But they're they're not part of Kang. They're not part of any. Okay. Of these, so uh, they changed that for the MCU. Okay. <sighs> It, it is what it is, and I, you know the Disney. The Disney owns pretty much Marvel. Marvel is consigning and doing all their retcons in their fucking uh, comic books now because they want they want them to be in the good side of Disney. So, but if you guys want to watch or if you want to get a good good story of Secret Wars, the nineteen eighties version is excellent. The <clears throat> this uh, a couple of years ago, the Secret Wars then is not too bad either. So, just read the read the damn comic books. You don't even have to watch the movie no more. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention in part two of Loki or episode two of season two of Loki. There's this mention of because one of the um one of the TVA um what do they call themselves Minutemen mm. X five. His name is Brad, and that's who they're after in that episode. Mm-hmm. So he basically he um. He's in a different time. He's he's like in 1977, and then he he basically lives his life because they remember they found out that hey, they they were taken out of their timelines and put mm-hmm. into the TVA. So they actually lived lives before. So Brad is an actor, and it's like this horror movie, and then he was talking about like it's elevated. Shit, I forgot what he said. And there's and recently, <laughs> ever since meeting Pinhead, I've heard about elevated horror, but now. <laughs> It's 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 seeping into other genres. It's elevated thriller. That's what he says. Oh, it's geez. elevated thriller. And then it, it reminds me in Gen V. I started Gen V, and then one of the kids, one of the one of the characters says it's elevated comic book or something yep. like. They, they were talking about that, yeah. And it's just the funniest thing. Every time I hear that now, it's like everyone is like putting it into every genre. The next thing I want to hear is it's, ele- it's elevated sci-fi or elevated action. It's elevated cinema. <laughs> yeah. And then he said, yeah. So Brad pretty much says, it's elevated thriller. It's cinema. <laughs> so it's just like, holy shit, dude. But I awesome. love it. I love it. But yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll eventually I'll watch it just because, like, you know, I, again, you know, I'm, I'm an idiot. And I'm a, I'm a sap, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eventually gonna watch it. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait to fucking watch this movie. Like it, it's in it's in the queue in in Disney, and you know that's yeah, not enough teen angst, <laughs> too too much Loki angst. I don't like that shit. I don't like I don't like Loki as a character. I I honestly think I understand. Like, I honestly think like him being a hero in in my eyes is kind of egregious, and it's very insulting to 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 my fucking you know he was the one that caused that caused the fucking issue with the Avengers in the first goddamn place, and now he's like oh he's helping them. 
But I don't know. Maybe, maybe this time he'll turn around and help Kang, and you know he, he becomes a baddie again. So whatever. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Just uh, I'm I'm just like again. I'm just disappointed that at, at, like the the moves that they're trying to do right now, just because of uh, you know people getting tired of Marvel stuff. You know, you know their cancellations and all that, their other bullshit, and they're they're moving back shit. Oh yeah, we're gonna dive into that bullshit. In, That's in, fucking hey, stupid. In just he a few, re- he wants to reboot the fucking universe. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It, it's so goddamn stupid, and just let it be. It, you know, if 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 they wanna if they wanna explore the multiverse. Have them understand, or have the their their fucking fans understand that certain parts of Marvel in the universe is not in line with six one six or with with whatever the, their Marvel is in the, the cinematic universe. It's a different. It's a different version of Marvel. It's a different whatever. Have people understand that, and then when, when they when they combine it, when they all combine it into Secret Wars, then everybody be like, oh. Oh, that makes sense. But they have to all link up because they're the Avengers. No, but again, why would they have? Why would they link up in the first goddamn place if they're if everybody's gonna meet for the first time in Secret Wars? That, that's that, that was the Marvel. whole purpose of Secret Wars. <laughs> that was the whole purpose of Secret Wars. Was was that was that you figure it out? And but, Kevin Feige just recently said we haven't even scratched the surface with Marvel. Let's get the fuck out of here, <laughs> fucking faggot. Well, hey, there's still X Men. They still got to write. They still got to hire writers. They're gonna X-Men. fuck that up. They're gonna fuck that up. I can and guarantee. Fantastic you. Four, whatever. They're gonna fuck that up royally too. I can guarantee you that. So, so Pinhead, I know you didn't watch Loki season two yet, right? Oh no, I don't watch that Marvel. Did you, did you watch season one? Did you watch season no. one? No. Oh, okay, you know what? Okay. I don't watch this Marvel shit. I'm a DC guy. Because I couldn't remember Marvel. if you watched. I couldn't remember if you watched season one. That's why I watched an episode and I had to get the barf bag ready. I, I'm a DC guy. Fuck, I'll watch DC schlock. I won't watch Marvel. So you can't wait for Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to Turd and Aquaman too before I watch this shit any day. The only thing I'm budging on is the Marvels because of Brie Larson and those damn abs. (laughs) The only white girl I like, I tell you. (laughs) Well, we'll get into another white girl later. We got to call upon her help, so but that that's for later. All righty. So this is from the Hollywood Reporter. This broke out October 11th, written yep. by Boris Kitt. Daredevil hits reset button as Marvel overhauls its TV business. Launched during the pandemic with a playbook to shoot $150 million plus seasons with no pilots, the Disney unit is undergoing growing pains and seeing the logic of, quote, traditional TV culture. It didn't take long to see the problem after Marvel Studios' Daredevil Born Again paused production in mid-June during the writer's strike. Fewer than half of the series' 18 episodes had been shot, but it was enough for Marvel executives, including Chief Kevin Feige, to review the footage and come away with a clear-eyed assessment. The show wasn't working. So in late September, 
Marvel quietly let go of head writers Chris Ord and Matt Corman and also released the directors for the remainder of the season as part of a significant creative reboot of the series. The Hollywood Reporter has learned the studio is now on the hunt for new writers and directors for the project, which stars Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, a blind lawyer turned superhero. The Daredevil revamp in the, is the latest in a series of growing pains for Marvel television since debuting the Emmy-winning WandaVision in January 2021. So, yeah, um, it's a very interesting read. I won't read the entire thing, but that's that's the gist of it. Um, but to summarize it, there was a tweet that I liked to save it. Someone essentially summarized everything that's going on with Marvel as far as their live-action series and what a mess it's been. Um let me see here. I think I took a screenshot too. Um, let me just find it. Uh huh. Okay, here. Um, yeah, so basically, Marvel did not adhere to the traditional TV making model for the shows. It didn't commission pilots, but instead shot entire 150 million plus seasons of TV on the fly. So, whatever they got with, it, with, with the scripts that they got. To be fair, I thought WandaVision was solid. That was the first one out the gate. It got a lot of people interested and curious. It got a, it got a lot of hype. And it built Wanda for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Which everybody um, hated. Hey. <laughs> as long as everybody enjoyed Wanda, that's all they. <laughs> a lot of people were there for, they're out. <laughs> they were like, okay, until next time. Um, they didn't hire show showrunners, but instead depended on film executives to run its series it relied on post-production and reshoots to fix what wasn't working so yeah that's a lot of money especially for daredevil for a show like daredevil which was supposed to have 18 episodes that was going to be the first marvel live action series from from disney that we were going to get with that much episodes and then now for it to all be scrapped after beginning filming and they even scrapped the story. So I'm like, well, how about you guys get the crew from the Netflix show? Because Daredevil on Netflix was fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. And it, it ended on a cliffhanger and a high note. They could just continue that story. But you probably they probably won't do that, of course, because it's no. too violent. It's too, I don't know. And I don't know how you guys are going to do Blade then. If, it's too, if, that's too, it's, if Daredevil is too violent, I don't know how you guys are going to do Blade. And that's also a mess. Um, that's kind of in limbo. Um, but yeah, really unfortunate that that's what's going on. This this is the biggest problem that that uh, Marvel has because now that Disney pretty much owns them, they can't they can't do their their R-rated shit. That Deadpool, I'm very scared of because again, the they said it was an R-rated show or is R-rated movie, but yeah, but. How far does it go in regards to our being R rated? Right, a, a couple of f bombs. That's it. Yeah. that makes it that makes it an R rated movie if you if you do a couple of f bombs. It has to be as bloody, if not bloodier, than the previous two. Because the fucking rabid fans of Deadpool is gonna go ape shit. And Ryan episode. Reynolds knows that. So yep. and so, I think, I think so. the good thing is you have Ryan Reynolds because he knows. Even if it's now under Disney, they still have to deliver. 
But but, but exactly. again, the the issue is that the rabid fans of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, even fucking Iron Fist, for Christ's sake, you know, you can salvage Iron Fist to make it to make it Disney. Right. Well, right? remember in the Daredevil show, we weren't even gonna get Karen and Foggy. Exactly. Maybe now we will. Maybe now we will. See, that, that's you know, bring bring back the original cast, like or oh, yeah. the the ones that didn't that didn't die. You know, you know what I mean. Bring yep. back Stick. Stick is fucking awesome. Right? Yep. Bring yep. back the hand. Bring back the fucking the, the, the people like you know, the people that fucking made, made the show great was was in the first place was was the, the, the people being you know Be- even, even I... Luke even Luke Cage and it's, and it's like you know like the, the first the first season was great. The second one was a little eh, eh, a little spotty, but the first one was great. I haven't watched that one. I need to watch that one. Fucking Jessica Jones was great. David Denton was excellent as as the fucking bad guy. Yeah, and Jessica Jones too. I need to watch. I haven't watched that. And so, Punisher. I haven't watched Punisher. And that's another one. Yeah. See, <laughs> they 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 have they have these these five four. We let's count Iron Fist. I, I don't give a shit anymore. Iron Fist is much better than than goddamn. Uh, I got the heart, harky or whatever the fuck they're gonna try she's to. She's getting make. her own show. Yeah, I know she's gonna be. Unfortunately, like it's gonna suck dick. Like just like you know whatever. <laughs> you just so, don't like witches. No, I just I just don't like shit. Just because it's you know because it was like the hype character of that that particular show. Well, oh, she they, they get a, they get she a fucking show. Yeah. And did you hear that theme? Did you hear that song? That fucking slapped. And fucking TikTok assholes, man. That's what, that's what happens. So again, get get those those five shows and 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 go go with it. Like keep keep it with you know, keep keep it with the, the authentic violence, with the authentic drama, all all the grit and shit like that. But no, they were they were not going to listen because Disney's like, oh, we 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 don't want that kind of shit because it'll affect the kids and shit. The kids play fucking video games that, that show gratuitous violence and sex and all that shit already. Didn't they, they don't all care. team up in Netflix? What was the show called? The Defenders. The Defenders. And it's now nowhere to be fucking found on Netflix. Yeah. I remember my aunt was watching a little bit of it, and I was like, oh, shit, I never watched this one. So it got me curious to check it out because I, the team-up so, seemed really cool. And oh, now okay. it's, it's nowhere to be found on Netflix. I don't know if they moved it over to Disney+. Plus. I doubt. I it. think all of them are moved to Disney Plus because okay. I know Punisher. I know Punisher's on Disney Plus. Okay, okay. Well, I'm hoping. And uh, yeah. before I forget, I'm. Did you hear about uh, Dazzler appearing in Deadpool three? Yeah, it's gonna be Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. But hey, Ryan Reynolds knows what he's doing because if that if they do that, they're gonna get all the Swifties to fucking pay. To see Taylor Swift on the big screen, and yeah. that's only more, more box office receipts for them. Yeah, uh, whatever, they do whatever. Oh yeah, okay. So the, the Defenders is on Disney Plus. Thank goodness. Okay, so it's there. Yeah. I can watch it because I was watching a little bit. Like, of- all, all all these these useless fucking TV shows that they 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 launched like like it wasn't needed. She Hulk wasn't needed. She She Hulk never. Moon Knight was never needed. I thought Moon Knight was cool. It may have been cool, but it wasn't needed. No, nobody gave gave a you know except for the Moon Knight fans. 
No, and what, it's three, like, all three of them. Yeah, including Mike. So like it's like you know put. It's I'm a, not it's a, a Moon Knight fan. So it's a poor, <laughs> it's a poor man's excuse for like fucking you know Batman lore. What about <laughs> what about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? That wasn't bad at all because it okay. reminded it reminded me of Winter right? Soldier. Yeah, and no. it set up it set up Captain America. It set up no, but but the, no, America. the the issue is again. Are, are we talking about five years after the blip or after the war that ended all wars when Thanos got defeated? Because Thanos didn't get defeated after the blip. He they went back in time. Remember, right? So yeah. so if, if they defeated Thanos, what the fuck is the what, what's the what the fuck is wrong with the blip then? <laughs> what what no, nothing happened five years after the blip. Everybody should be alive. Everyone was all depressed. No, because they every, lost. Every, their everybody should have been alive. <laughs> they lost their loved ones. Well, no, I, no, like the, 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 this is again. This is the biggest fucking plot hole in 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 the universe. They they fought in in in, you know, in the the the, the past because like Thanos wanted to destroy the Avengers before the Avengers became the Avengers. Uh huh. Because that's why they they fought in the past. That's why fucking uh uh. Tony and uh and and Fat Thor and fucking Iron Man was there, and then they, you know when 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 they when they defeated Thanos, the the the, the little snap, the little blip shouldn't have happened. But whatever, that's a it's a big plot hole, but nobody wants to talk about it. It looks <laughs> good. It got everyone excited. Got people's butts in seats. That's a big plot hole. But name, but nobody wants to talk about it because again, oh fucking, oh, yeah, give me the feels and shit. Like, oh, oh. yeah, I love you twelve thousand. Yeah, whatever. It was. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking cheesy. Every time I still see that, I'm like, really with that bullshit again? Come on, let Tony Stark have that shit. Don't do that shit. <laughs> no, but uh, again, that's the, the this is the issue with Marvel. It's just, it's just the fact that. You know they they're so successful with, with with their first you know instances of phases and all that stuff. They think they can like anything they make is gold. And then when when they make like shit, like you know they make they they make up some bullshit excuse for oh for not happening. Oh, okay, how how many things have failed since Loki first season? How many how many things have, have failed since uh, Captain uh, Winter Winter Soldier Falcon Winter Soldier since uh since uh. Which we call the Wanda show. So we have everything. Every every other thing after those 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 uh, shows like fucking failed miserably. We had Hawkeye. Okay. Miss Marvel. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Moon Knight. Okay. Moon Knight. She Hulk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What if? Oh, what if? Okay. <laughs> I read the comics before. What if? But that yeah, was I, I mean, like these are the things that that they need. Oh, what if? What if they they didn't have any plot holes in Avengers Endgame? Hey, yeah, what that, about that... Secret Invasion? Yeah. Invasion. Fucking, you know, the <laughs> Daenerys, the Targaryen saves the day again. Fucking... Just you know, just. You guys have a good, solid background on five shows, five quality shows that has fan base automatically already. Ride with it. 
But Kevin Feige doesn't like that Netflix. Movie. Yeah, and Kevin Feige's a fucking ginger asshole. That's what he doesn't is. like that bullshit. I built the MCU. Why? Who gives a fuck? Like he <laughs> built the MCU. Look, 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 look at now. How many strikes did he have already? I am the captain now. See, he may be the fucking captain, but he, he's he's captaining a sinking ass ship. Well, with all the fucking with all the fucking failures that he's been. He's but been hey, doing. we're getting Werewolf by Night in color. Ooh. <laughs> oh fucking oh sh- game changer, guys! I, ta- I I take back what I said. I take back what I said about the fucking MCU. It, it, it's back. It's solid as ever. Now that we have a fucking horror movie made in the forties or pretended to be made in the forties in color. That's why. It's, wow! It's funny when Marvel is like, "Oh yeah, Marvel, Marvel, DC sucks." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> you yeah sure it's like, that? like you know, Werewolf, Werewolf by Night in color is basically like, like you know, the new instance of Apple iPhones and shit. Oh, here we got rose gold now, guys. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! Pastel colors, guys. <clears throat> Bullshit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, they're still looking for writers for X Men. Yeah, whoever those writers are gonna get, be. get the fucking get the fucking writers right now. Hire the one the ones that are creating the X Men comic books. Hire them, pay them like egregious, disgustingly amounts of money, and tell them, hey, can you make a, a movie, a couple of movies, or oh, let's make it a trilogy. Let's just have a trilogy, okay, of of what X Men should be. There. Problem solved. Comic book writers, writers of funny books to make a TV show. <laughs> yeah, they fucking make it. Like, look, look how great fucking X Men is right now. It's amazing. I've yeah, heard people oh, say that the new X Men sucks. Those people are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Pin right. pinhead, do you trust comics? To explain. Do you, do, you, do, yeah, you, do you trust Rob? Yeah, I love, I love comics. What, 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 did, what did Rob say about the X-Men series right now? I haven't heard anything he said about the series because I haven't he, been watching he, them recently. He's getting, he's getting boner after boner of every fucking episode of, of every issue of the comic books right now because the writing is that good. All right. You know how excited you know you know how you know how excited he gets. Oh, oh, guys! Let me tell let me tell you something. Oh my god. That's that's how he does, sounds every single time you you watch his uh, X Men things. Like it it shows exactly how fucking strong Storm is. It actually it shows how strong Apocalypse is. It actually shows how 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 fucking dangerous humans are when it comes to to the human or to 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 the mutants. It's not it's not just like oh soldiers. No, there's more dangerous humans in in X Men than soldiers. So. It's a great, it's a great fucking read. Like the the past four or five years, great. So while you mentioned X Men, before I forget, <clears throat> someone pointed out on Twitter or X in Loki in C- uh, the new season in uh, episode one and episode two, one of the doors on the TVA actually looks like the door from the fucking Danger Room or the um, Cerebro. In the X Men Fox movies, yeah, somebody, somebody mentioned that on Twitter. Yeah, and when I saw it, I was like, "Holy shit, that can't be a fucking coincidence," um, or it's got to be a, a nod to 
who knows what we'll see. I mean, if they open that goddamn door, it, it better come come out Hugh Jackman as a as Wolverine nah. and shit. No, wait, Hugh Jackman do some fucking TV. No, let's leave it for Deadpool three. We want people to buy those goddamn tickets to Deadpool three. You're gonna get Taylor Swift and Hugh fucking Jackman with Ryan Reynolds. Right. <laughs> so another thing with X Men, this is shitty. So Matthew Vaughn, Matthew, director Matthew Vaughn, uh, he was actually supposed to direct um, X-Men The Last Stand. Uh, so that was the, the third. The shitty one. Yeah. Um, he quit. He quit making that movie because the studio was basically going to uh, trick, was tricking Halle Berry. Mm. So Matthew Vaughn says he was so upset over studio execs intentionally tricking Halle Berry to sign on to the movie that he walked away from the project. So it says here, Ar- Argyle director Matthew Vaughn has explained his exit from X-Men The Last Stand, which he attributed to the treatment of star Halle Berry. In 2000, Berry made her debut as Storm in the original live-action X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2006, X-Men The Last Stand was originally set to be directed by Vaughn before he handed over those duties to Brett Ratner while at New York Comic Con, which just happened this weekend, Vaughn addressed why he left the project, claiming he was offended by the studio, exactly intentionally misleading Barry into signing on. Vaughn explained, quote, I went into one of the executives' office and I saw an X3 script. And I immediately knew it was a lot fatter. I was like, what the hell is this draft? He went, don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, no, I'm the director. I'm worrying about this draft. He wouldn't tell me, so I grabbed it literally. It was like a crazy moment. Open the first page and it said, Africa, storm, kids dying of no water. Storm creates a thunderstorm and saves all these children. Fucking awesome, right? But no, Vaughn had no apparent issue with the scene, describing it as a pretty cool idea. However, the director said he learned quickly thereafter that there were no intentions to actually shoot the scene. According to Vaughn, it had only been added to this one particular draft of the script that was set to be sent to Halle Berry in order to dupe her into signing on. Vaughn said that was the moment when he realized he wanted nothing to do with the film. How fucking shitty of studio executives. But he's but she signed in anyways. Well, she signed on anyways, yes. Because I'm sure, oh. you know, I mean, who would say, which actor would say no to a paycheck? I mean, especially at that time. Was, was that before, when was Monsters Ball? Was that 2005 or was it early before X3 or after? I'm thinking maybe before. But any, either way, I mean. Well, she, she was already an established star then, even, yes. before, even before X-Men. Yes, but either way, I mean, this is the third movie of a franchise that you were a part of from the beginning. You know, who wouldn't want to be a part of it if it was the last hurrah? Yeah. What, what I remembered about X3 is like uh, Jackman and uh, Halle Berry. Uh, Demanding a higher paycheck from and more more camera time than any any of the other actors and stuff. Which That's what got, I heard. And they fucking killed Cyclops, my favorite X Men, right at the beginning. Yep. Just fuck him. We all care about Wolverine or Logan. Mm, I, King uh, Gray. Never give a shit about the secondary character. So. Oh, and Mark's Ball broke. came out in two thousand and two. Okay, so way earlier. Um, but then she also did Catwoman. <laughs> Which is, I believe, much later, or maybe a year later. 
And she also did the uh, swordfish. So, I'm so. not. I'm exactly. I'm not. I'm not gonna say you know to any actor like, especially if they have. Yeah, I mean, any actor will have a list of good movies and not so good movies. But hey, for them, it's each movie you make is basically a paycheck, right? So yeah, yep. she, she got paid half a million dollars for, for to show her tits in the uh, swordfish. Yeah, but now so two hundred fifty <laughs> two hundred fifty thousand per titty. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, and it was well worth it, guys. Yeah, those were prime Hollyberry titties. Mm. Yep, <laughs> just like Monsters Ball when she got fucked raw dog by Billy Bob Thornton. Like <laughs> it, it was for real. And wasn't that around the same? No, that was before. I think when it, it was, it was, it was for real. No, no, it was after when they were when they were wearing each other's vials of blood. Yeah, it was it was after, like they you know Billy Bob and his genius say, "Hey, Hallie, you want you want to make this like a real scene?" And she won an Oscar. Yeah, she won an oh, Oscar. Oh yeah, she fucking yeah. won an Oscar because she of that won an scene. Oscar. Look at that. Because of that scene. <laughs> that was the scene. That was the scene that they used to fucking like you know make it legit. Oh, this acting is so fantastic. I I'm just like, hey, you know, fucking, you know, some Hallie people Barry. have all the like, like you do, Billy Bob Thornton. Halle God Barry bless you, sir. Acting, acting her tits off. No, she's no, Mike. <laughs> no, Mike. It, there's more in, in regards to uh that to that scene. It wasn't just the tits. It was. I have everything. not seen the whole movie. Oh my God! I need yeah. to see the whole movie. You, yeah, you do. You need to see the plowing. I saw. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. No, it, 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 it's been a while. It, it was. It, it was kind of legit, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> No, no, like, like, like if it, it was like I'm, I'm not even like you know I, I, I you know like, normally you would see like the little sock or the little whatever thingy, you, you know, like the little protection, protecting whatever. Yeah, I didn't see any jack shit. I, I saw all I saw was penetration. Well, this was way before the days of intimacy coordinators. Hey, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, Billy Bob Thornton. Thank you for <laughs> convincing Halle Berry. <laughs> Halle Berry, you deserve the Oscar. And she's like, "I'm gonna you get." You don't Oscar have any week. proof of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. fucking wild conspiracies again. I know. Yeah, she got robbed. Well, I need to. Oh god, that's that's how she started. I was like, oh, so that's where we're gonna go. Okay. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> So now I'm gonna pass it on to Pinhead, <coughs> the Exorcist. Uh, what is it? The Exorcist believer. A... Believer. Is this the the two girls? Right. This is the two girls. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be very brief with this. I got notes, like always, but I think this is the worst film of the year by far. There's no comparison. This is the laziest shit I've ever bore witness to. I I scratched my newly bald head. This movie made me bald. I, 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 I hate this film. It, it 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 understands none of the concepts of what the original is. 
because the message of the original film is not about the girl. It's not about Linda Blair's character. It's about all the people in the house, including the priest. Mm-hmm. So this, right off the bat, this movie misfires with the two girls. People try and say that it's not fair to compare it to the original. Yes, it is, because David Gordon Green does it. In every scene, he does it himself. The opening has the callback to the two dogs fighting in Iraq or wherever they were in the beginning. But we're not doing the original Exorcist. Angela steals bacon. The 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 main one of the main girls, Angela, steals bacon from her daughter from her dad's plate, just like Reagan stole the cookies from the fucking cookie jar. You're doing all. The, it, it, he's doing the same. Sh- this is what annoys me about David Gordon Green. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm doing my own thing, and I'm not. And I'm not calling back to the original. But you know, wink, wink. I'm really doing that. It's it's very frustrating. This movie is not scary. You couldn't scare a toddler with this. And I'm not even being funny. You could sit a fucking... You could put Mike's two children in front of this movie and they would not be affected. I'm not being funny. They would not be affected. There are no scares in this film. It is monotonous. It is boring. And there are no scares whatsoever. Um, the biggest problem with this is it undermines a lot of the lore. Well, I won't say lore. So, first of all, this didn't need to be made. Let's just get out right off the bat. This film didn't need to be made. It's not like The Exorcist was this huge IP, like Friday the 13th or Halloween. or th- These movies have sucked. And they haven't made any money. The only movie of The Exorcist that made any really any real money was the original. So right off the bat, this movie didn't need to be made. There's callbacks to there's remade callbacks to the original, like one of the girls masturbates in church. Because, you know, we got to call back to the crucifixion scene and not understanding what that means. So we, 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 we right before the body in the blood, 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 the shit that's in the trailer. The little girl masturbates in church. You know, because David Gordon Green's a real 17 year old edgelord. And that's supposed to hope. Because I'm doing what they did in the original with the crucifix with fucking Reagan. And I'm so awesome. They don't even have a comprehension of of the original. There's a character named Anne. She talked about how she was going to be a nun and she had an abortion. And now she's a Christian because Christians are the right way. And this, that, and the third. There's a lot of agenda pushing in here. But the problem is, she hands her a book that Chris McNeil wrote about the exorcism. First of all, she wouldn't have wrote a book about the exorcism because in the original fucking book, or in the, excuse me, in the original movie, 
It was about being discreet and keeping it very quiet and making sure it didn't get out. So she went and wrote a book about this shit. Number two, there's a scene in there when she's being, when, uh, let's make sure, Victor, the father of the, the young black girl, when he goes to the house or whatever, he, and he talks about the book, there's, a, there's an excerpt in the book where Chris McNeil says, I remember when something to the extent of I remember when I when I saw my daughter at her and there were carvings in her name in her skin saying help me. That didn't happen. In the original film, it was specifically told by the nanny or the maid or whatever that she was not to tell Chris about that happened because she didn't want her knowing that that had happened. But in this movie, Chris knows her. She knows all about it. We're just saying, fuck it. Cause you know, we don't even do a third graders research. I can't really get into this movie because it there it's not a movie. It, 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 there's so much garbage in here. Chris gets her eyes gouged out because it's a callback to some other bullshit from the original, but it, a controversial scene in the original, but they make it even worse. So they gouge her eyes out. Then we get to this big climax that really it turns into a fucking Marvel movie where everybody, every religion from all around joins into a fucking Marvel Avengers Assemble to where the point where I'm not, I'm not kidding. I wrote this down because I remember it. The main... <laughs> <laughs> it's so cringe. The main, the main Christian Bible thumper steps in and goes, "I live in the name of Jesus. I'll give it everything I've got." And then everybody around her goes, "That sounds like a really good idea." Wow. And I'm not. I can't make this shit up. It's it's atrocious. I've seen white trash Jerry Springer episodes that have had far more articulate, far more effort, and far more fucking artistic writing in the script than this piece of shit has. Uh, the lights go on and off, just like in the in the, the old house. There's a punching bag scene. They had to have a punching bag scene because, remember, in the original... Father Karras hit the punching bag, so we gotta make sure we get a punching bag scene in there. Yeah! Lights go on and off, flicker, because, you know, in the original, in the house, in the McNeil house, the lights go on and off, so yeah, we gotta make shit flicker. Yeah! We got him there. We, we get it. You get him. You get him, Davey. You get him, Davey. You're doing the Lord's work out here, and that's where I'm gonna make this final thing where I have to say, Taylor Swift, Miss Swift, I, I, I've had enough of the Jason Blum grift. Jason Blum, and I can't blame Davey for this. Davey Gordon Green, because he's the symptom. The cancer is the production company made by Jason Blum. So, Taylor Swift. They're Swifties, right? That's her fans? Yep. I'm calling on you. I'm, I, I'll make a deal with you. I'll, I'm begging. 
Taylor Swift, I'm I'm one of your new fanboys now because Taylor, I need you and your Swifties to go out there and do me a solid. I need you to break even more than Barbenheimer numbers. I need you to break more than Barbie numbers. You can do it. Your girl Tay Tay is your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please, for the next three weeks, shut the box office down. Because Blum has another film coming out very soon, and we need that to fail, please. We need it to fail, and there's a reason why it needs to fail. The Five Nights at Freddy is around the corner. We need that to be a failure, because if that fails, then Jason Blum will no longer be able to grift his way through the horror movies like he has. He's already got his eyes set on Friday the 13th, and he wants Nightmare on Elm Street. He wants to make this uber universe. Because, you know, we all got to be Marvel. Taylor and your Swifties, I'm begging you. If you if you send these movies into the darkest, blackest abyss that can possibly go, these these people that own the rights will go, you know, that's, that's not a good, that's not, the last four films have been bombs. Maybe we don't do that. So Taylor Swift, I'm calling on you, and then I promise you, if you make sure that Five Nights at Freddy's and The Exorcist go into the darkest reaches of oblivion, I'll buy two Taylor Swift albums with my own money. This I promise you, because we need to end the Jason Blum horror movie grifting. Wow. So Taylor and your Swifties, I call on you, because like this movie is, the power of the cameo compels you. The power of the cash grab compels you. The power of the cash grab compels you. This movie is a negative five out of ten. Oh shit. Giving it an F would be giving it an award. This is this is the worst film I've seen in the last 20 years. And anybody that defends it, that's fine. If you like this film, that's good. But just know you're supporting Grot. And and furthermore, if the Swifties win and really crush the box office, that means the two other films, Exorcist, Deceiver, and Exorcist, a really good sleeper, will not happen. Or at the very least, David Gordon Green, Davey, my boy Davey, will not be directing these films. Come on, Taylor. I need you. I need you, baby girl. I need you now more than go, ever. Go by the original records. I might. I even told Dan, one of our listeners, I said, I might even buy four tickets to the Ayers tour. I won't even watch the movie. Out of spite, I'll buy the tickets to support the film so it crushes this little bastard. Yeah. He needs to go. It, it'll crush it, dude. So currently... No, we need Five Nights at Freddy's to go too. He he ha that's the other one. It's not just about Exorcist. Five Nights at Freddy needs to plummet. So currently Taylor, I need three weeks. I'm only asking you for three weeks, baby girl. So three weeks. right now it's at ninety six million debut. Let's it's, keep going. It's tied with Joker from twenty nineteen for highest October opening ever. Good. But tomorrow morning, we it could be a different scenario. It could be adjusted. 
So yeah, we need more than that. It's it not enough. Be, it may be more than 96 million by tomorrow morning for opening weekend. Um, and the fact that a lot of Swifties who already saw her in concert are watching this movie. Mm-hmm. The nice thing is, for those who never got tickets to the, uh, to the Eras tour, they're now able to see it on the big screen and enjoy it as well. And this has also released in other countries like the Philippines, who was hoping Taylor Swift would announce a tour date there. But apparently there is no stadium as large as they want, you know, to, to maximize the um, the attendance. That's not going to happen. There isn't a stadium that's large. <clears throat> there's nothing. And he says, okay, but then it's not going to happen over there. What is, it's too small. Well, she's she's been there before. The last time she was there was 2014. Yeah, but but the again, this the, the her stipulations that she wants like stadium size. There, there's there's no stadium right. that can fill like a hundred thousand people. Well, not a hundred thousand, but I find it hard to believe that there is no, there is no space in the Philippines large enough. What what's the largest one the oh. arena that we have? MOH, right? The Mall of Asia, the Moa Moa Arena. That should be the biggest one. It'll, it'll probably sit like, I don't know, 20,000, 25,000. I don't know. MOH, uh, yeah. Or MOA, sorry. MOA. MOA Arena or something like that. <clears throat> Philippine Arena is one of the world's largest indoor arenas. Oh, it's indoor arena. Yeah. Capable of seating 50,000. 50. Okay. That's the biggest one, right? Still a lot. I know, but like she, she expects more. Like all the all the fucking arenas that she filled out was full, was full. And that's so why you get capacity. Capacity was like a hundred something on average. That's why you get Taylor Sheesh. So Taylor Sheesh shine when Taylor Swift didn't want to, you know. Yeah, and you know, Not, plus I, I don't I don't think Taylor Swift would want want to mess with the Philippines right now. She has beef with uh, Olivia Rodrigo and shit. So uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, Everyone she, wouldn't she, care. She, they would buy tickets. They she, would she's part Filipina, dude. Come on. You, doesn't you know matter. How it doesn't matter. If she announced it, you have people from the Philippines flying to other countries next year just to see Taylor Swift. Yeah. So, Do it in Singapore. I think Singapore has a, a big big enough stadium. Right. So, so that's what's happening. But yeah, um, <clears throat> who knows? Uh, I was planning to see the creator last night. To my surprise, it's down to four screenings a day. And I think, and that movie was just released, what, two weeks ago? Three weeks ago. It'll be on digital soon. Yeah. So, but I still want to experience it on the big screen. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't got a chance to watch it. I mean, we got so busy over the weekend. I told you guys we were going to, we were planning on watching it last weekend. We were busy. Yeah. So. Um, so let's see. We got some uh, some some news on Prime Video. We're going to get, uh, not sure. I'm assuming this is a yeah a movie, a new movie, December eighth on Prime Amazon Prime on Prime Video. This holiday season, join Batman, Alfred Pennyworth, and young <laughs> Damian Wayne in an epic adventure to save Christmas in Gotham City. Merry Little Batman premieres exclusively on Prime <laughs> Video December 8th. 
God. So it's not Robin because Queen is gonna fucking you know, and it's his son, but it's it's little. He still diddled him. And the poster, the poster is. No, uh, Damien, Damien would be would be like man enough to diddle fucking Batman. So, the poster I'm, I'm looks okay like with it's, that. it's got Joker in the background. <clears throat> it's got Batman running and a little Damian Wayne in a little bat suit. Who's so, Batman think he is? Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to it. It looks like I, it's I'm intrigued, and it's something I'm going to be able to enjoy with the kids. Um, um what, if, if Damian's involved, I. Not hundred percent sure he has a samurai sword. Not in this one. He's not carrying a samurai sword in that. He's got a oh. bat suit and a utility belt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. No All sword right. here, and it looks like it's geared for a younger audience. So okay. Okay. this is PG Damian Wayne. Okay. Come on, Dad. Let's go. Teenage. <laughs> I I hate not Santa even teenage. This is kid. Grandfather told grandfather told me Santa Claus is full of shit. <laughs> Damien, fuck the Easter Bunny and fuck you too, Dad. Fuck you, fuck you, Father. I mean, he actually says Father. He doesn't say Dad. And then he, he Netflix, Netflix, Ooh, big difference. I know, right? <laughs> father, Father, but so Netflix, Netflix announced um, Blue Eye Samurai, a new Netflix animated series. Finally realized new adult animated series premieres November 3rd only on Netflix. And it's got a cool poster and there's blood on the sword. There's fucking blood, blood splattering and blood on the sword. So you know it's adult. It's for adults. Um, from the writer of Logan and Blade Runner 2049. Yep. And that poster. Have, have you seen have you seen the the previous right on uh, on YouTube? No. Go, go try to go try to find it. Okay, the poster looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and I just that, realized Netflix the, right now is kicking ass. Um, One Piece for what it's worth, the live action One Piece is kind of a success for people. Uh, a lot of the One Piece fans, they're like, you know what? It, it's not exactly what we were looking for in the live action, but it's okay. Better so than Death Note. That's that's a fucking win in 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 my book. If if the the hardcore One Piece fans thought that the live action was okay, so do you watch to... One Piece? Uh, I, I watched. No. I watched the no. first. I watched the first episode of the live action, and it did remind... mean, I'm talking about the anime. Uh no, I I'm not. I'm not a fan just because it's. Uh, it's pirate shit, ain't it? I know. I love pirates, right? I I should be loving this shit, but like, well, I'm that's not... what I'm saying. I thought you would not be watching this shit. I'm just, <laughs> it, it just didn't didn't sit well with me. But I was just like, whatever, you know. I'm I'm okay with it. It's, it, it's it's I respect it enough to to like at the end of the day, once <laughs> once it's over, I mean, I'm you know I'm gonna be watching the all one thousand episodes of it eventually. <laughs> so when you're bored. Or something, because yeah, like, as much as I am a Dragon Ball Z fan, <laughs> as, as much of a, as a Dragon Ball fan I, I I am, like you know, growing up, even now I'm I'm a fan of Dragon Ball. I haven't seen a, an episode or a movie of Dragon Ball in like ten years because I I know I understand already what's going on. You know, with with oh, you know, he Goku's Goku's gonna lose, Vegeta's gonna lose, 
but eventually they're gonna figure out a way to win. So that's that's how the story goes. But again, I understand, and Goku all the fans and Vegeta are gonna fight at the Waffle House or something, right? <laughs> but like, but the Waffle House is undefeated, guys. It, <laughs> the Waffle House won't will always win. That staff is ridiculous. <laughs> So, speaking of Netflix, <clears throat> Netflix is opening physical stores where fans can binge merch, themed food, and live events. Eat, mm. drink, shop, and live out your favorite shows and movies at the Netflix house. If binging Netflix at home isn't enough, <laughs> come crash here and fucking, fucking rot on the couch <laughs> and oh. watch Netflix to your heart's content. And speaking of Netflix, I saw a, I don't know if it's a trap or anything like that, but I saw like a like when I when I turned on Netflix uh the other day, I saw like a thing. Hey, do you, do you want somebody to watch Netflix outside of your house? Your you know on your Netflix account. Really? If you pay yeah. this amount of money, you can have them go do this. And I'm like, I'm I'm gonna pay extra money for another person to watch whatever. Yeah. No, so. Like, <laughs> So here at the Netflix house, fans can immerse themselves in the worlds of Stranger Things, Squid Game, Bridgerton, and more of their favorite movies and TV shows. Mm. So Netflix is making physical stores where, yeah, you like Stranger Things, you like these shows, check it out. But you want your you want these shows on Blu-ray? <laughs> Fuck no. You won't make physical well, media. Because Best Buy, oh, Best <laughs> Buy's fucking out next year. Uh, Best Buy announced, um, or not really announced, but they confirmed, or it was confirmed that Best Buy by early, by the first by uh, the first quarter of next year, mm-hmm. um, they will cease, they will stop selling Blu-ray and DVD disc sales. So this one's from Variety. Um, Best Buy is checking out of the DVD business. The consumer electronics retailer will phase out sales of DVDs and Blu-ray discs both in-store and online in early 2024, according to industry sources familiar with the company's plans. Best Buy made the initial decision to end DVD sales nine months ago, according to one source. Best Buy confirmed Friday that if it is ending sales of DVDs, to state the obvious, the way we watch movies and TV shows, it's much different today than it was decades ago. A Best Buy spokesperson said in a statement to Variety, quote, making this change gives us more space and opportunity to bring customers new and innovative tech for them to explore, discover, and enjoy. Best Buy will continue to sell movies and TV shows on physical discs through the 2023 holiday shopping season online and in stores before discontinuing sales in the new year. But supposedly they're still going to sell physical copies of video games because... People still need video games, uh, physical copies, as much as there are, you know, people can just buy games digitally. They're still going to sell their video games. But um, Blu-rays and DVDs? Nah. Well, best buy. Amid the ascent of streaming video, sales of DVDs and Blu-ray discs have been shrinking for years. U.S. physical media revenue in the first half of 2023 dropped 28% to $754 million compared with $1.5 billion in the year earlier period. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading uh, Ingram Entertainment, a leading D- DVD distributor, recently announced that it would it would wind down operations after more than 35 years in business, blah, 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 blah. 
Meanwhile, Walmart has been in talks with DVD distributor uh, Studio Distribution Services, a joint venture, venture of Universal Pictures and Warner Brothers, to assume management of portions of its physical media operations. Yeah, because right now, I was at Target the other day. Target's uh, Blu-ray and DVD section has really shrunk just to one shelf. They sell way more vinyl records. They sell way more books, which is odd and interesting at the same time. But now, now when you look at Walmart, Walmart still has a robust section of Blu-rays and DVDs. But that could, someone also said that that could also be going away soon. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty sad because it used to be uh, every time it was Black Friday, I would buy the thick newspaper. But even then, I don't even buy the newspaper But I, because it had all the ads for Black Friday. And one of the ads that I would look at first was always Best Buy because I always bought a pretty tall stack of Blu-rays and DVDs. But of course, over the years, yeah, it's diminished because I buy Blu-rays and DVDs from either Target or Walmart. But of course, with the convenience of technology, Amazon, I've noticed also price matches their prices. So sometimes I'll just get it there. And with just how things have gone lately and just like, eh, yeah, I don't want to deal with the traffic. I don't want to deal with people. I don't, <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely different. It's a different era, but it is uh, sad at the same time that Best Buy is phasing that out because a lot of people, um, one of the bloggers, uh, one of the YouTubers that I, I watched a lot of would always do new Blu-ray Tuesday where he would hit up Best Buy, he'd hit up Target, he'd hit up Walmart, and he'd basically take us on a journey of him buying new movies on Blu-ray and DVD. Whether it's a store exclusive or it's a regular version, one of those stops was always Best Buy. And it's now interesting that that's going to be gone. Because, But then there's still a large, I would say there's still a large portion of people, especially on YouTube and social media, who are avid physical media collectors. They love the steelbooks. They love the exclusive editions and exclusive versions. So I think there, there's still a way to continue that business without having to completely phase it out. Um, some people have even suggested, uh, so maybe you don't produce so, so much copies of the same movie. Maybe now you can even ask, you can pretty much come up with a sign-up list of people who want like, you know, a copy of it on, on a disc, on Blu-ray or DVD. And then with that, let's say if you get like 2 million people who are interested, maybe you print out 2.5 million copies of that movie, then at least it's available for people on physical media, right? Or whatever. I thought that was an interesting plan because at least it's not overproducing, you know. So that, it'll be interesting. And then with the recent announcement of uh, Disney, I saw the Loki season one Blu-ray um, at Walmart. Because we didn't, uh, they announced that they announced one division, and then the Mandalorian seasons one and two, but then Disney phasing out physical media completely, selling phys physical media in Australia. It's like, what what the hell is going on? What what's going on here, guys? It's like there's no clear line of thinking. You guys are just like throwing whatever sticks and then going with that. But at the same time, like, aren't you guys hurting for money? The best way to make money out of what you already have, your content, especially Disney, they do it every year. Not just Disney, but the other studios do it every year. They repackage their movies 
with glow-in-the-dark slipcovers for Halloween, the horror movies. They or they do it with other action movies. When it's Valentine's, they repackage the the rom-com movies. They do it every year. And I'm it's safe to say that yeah, it's not selling a lot, but when people see it, or when people hey, five bucks, it's a ten five dollar movie, ten dollar movie, cheaper than going to the movie theater, they're buying it. People are buying it. So I I enjoyed myself like um bargain like been fucking uh scrounging for again Walmart and, and uh Best Buy and Target and all that stuff. Just looking at the five dollar deals, like whatever. Remember remember those obscure fucking movies I showed you before yeah. Mike? The like, big ass uh, bin that you basically yeah. dive in. Then, and... if the cover and the synopsis behind it, I am on behind the cover like you know intrigues me, I'm I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. I have no idea. I, you know, I have no idea what what kind of movie it'll be, but one of one of the biggest gems I had was this um this movie called Gabriel. Right, it's an Australian movie. It's a it's like a low budget movie, but the star of the show is the the guy from um, Spartacus in Stars, like the the guy Spartacus, the one that died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he, it, it was it was him before before he <laughs> became Spartacus. So I I was like I was I was already hooked because I, I saw him he was a he's a fantastic actor, so I was just like oh okay this is kind of cool, and then like the martial arts movies that I've seen like you know from from the the very beginning all the indie flicks that I've seen, all all it's all because of like you know the the little cheap ass five dollar six dollar seven dollar whatever, like you know you you hit up a Hollywood video or uh, or uh, what you call it. Uh, Blockbuster, blockbuster, and then you see you see the little you know oh for sale these these like these used uh, DVDs and shit like that right, and I'm like I'm all I'm all over it and like if I if I see something that I like so it, it is uh, it's a shame you're not you're not gonna see that a lot anymore so like you know some 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 of the kids are missing out on on, on physical media and shit. Like uh, I, I told my uh, my my nephew, I have like a a DVD set of Avatar: uh, The Last Airbender, and he asked me if it, if he can stream it on his uh, iPad. And it kind of broke my heart. <laughs> you know, he, I was like, "No, bitch!" Like you know, you watch it in the DVD player. See this? You open huh? it. You put the huh? disc in the tray. And then they're, they're, they're gonna be looking at me. It's so complicated. It's so hard. Can I just press a button? Oh, but it, you know. But I, I'm I'm still gonna give it to him because he he love he loves watching all these things and he he his imagination is so awesome right now. You know, like there was times he wanted to be Superman, Batman, fucking Captain America, Thor. Now he's in this uh, Halo phase because he saw Halo, so he wants to be Master Chief. Saw Halo the show. Or the video game, the, the cartoon. I think the the newest one, whatever the new the new okay. reiteration of uh, Halo. So he he knows about Master Chief and the flood and all the, all the dang stories. I was just like, wow. It's like, did you play the game? And I'm like, no, I haven't played no video game. That dad said, daddy said I can't play it because it's for grown ups. And I was like, well, how do you know all these stories? Oh, I you know I read it and I saw the car- the movie, and I was like, okay. Did, did you know that I played uh Halo uh the, the three games of Halo originally and she was he was like oh. I was just like yeah I'm I'm the cool uncle now god damn it like you know I was like meet me and the Master Chief go go way back 
Yeah, Mountain Dew is releasing new oh. game fuel. Uh, oh, nice. For, for Diablo 4, it's Mystic Punch. And for Halo Infinite, it's Citrus Cherry. And so, uh, Mystic, Mystic Punch is probably, I'm, I'm assuming, Dark Blood Red, right? Just because it's Diablo. It's it's purple. The oh, can, it's purple. The can is purple. For okay. Halo, it's red, and it looks fucking awesome because it's got Cortana and Master Chief on the can. Shouldn't it, shouldn't it be fucking green because it's Halo? But whatever. I, I, marketing, Mountain Dew, whatever. Just, yeah. I don't give it, you know, whatever. So more power to them. But yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna miss that uh, bargain uh, bin uh, fucking shopping for for DVDs and uh and Blu-rays and shit like that. Yeah, and now it makes me think about Redbox and how well they're doing in their business. <laughs> because because the thing is, I tried Redbox a few times, and every time I rent a movie at Redbox, I never return it right away. I always forget. And then I keep thinking, oh, it's a it's a dollar. Oh, it's a dollar. And then it's, I'm like racking up like ten bucks. Like, oh shit, I gotta return it. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. Like you know, fucking like I owe a dollar for what? Yeah. And then for returning, and then like you know, oh. nine p.m. That's cool. it was fine. So yeah, it's it's pretty sad, and the times are a changing. But yeah. uh, Pinhead, what do you think about about Best Buy? Fuck Best Buy and pieces of shit. Like, they're taking away a good part of their... Why people go there. Right. Are you going to go buy a computer? You can get the computers for a much better price and better computers anywhere else. Like, there's plenty of other places. Yeah, Amazon. Like, so what do you got? Video games? Do that on Amazon. Like, big fucking whoop. I, I love going I love going to Best Buy with their still books. Their still books were the shit. Yep. And now that's fuck you. So, you know. All right, Best Buy, enjoy it. They yeah, do have the washer and dryer is, sets. So Huh? They have the washer and dryer sets. Yeah, but that's the thing though. How often do people buy a TV or a computer or anything else? Like even a phone. You don't buy it. The thing with the with the, the Blu-rays and the DVDs. Every every new release Tuesday, especially for the avid fans and collectors, if a Marvel movie's coming out on Steelbook and the Best Buy exclusive, they're there. They're there at least once a week, at least a few times a month, depending on the releases, right? Mm-hmm. But now they're just saying, oh, fuck you guys. We don't need you. We don't need that kind of extra but Now cash. I'm curious whatever product they're going to put there. What product are they going to put there that's going to actually bring in people at least Born. once a week? Porn. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. Maybe Funko Pops. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. They already have Funko Pops, and it's yeah. I was gonna say they already got them there. I was then surprised gonna... when they started adding Lego sets and action figures. Yeah, it, it's probably gonna be Best Buy. It's gonna be like a big ass Toy Story. It's gonna be like a fucking Toys R Us. Yeah. For, Toy Story for is nerds. not Toy Story. Toys R Us is actually coming back. It's gonna, it's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna be like you know, Best Buy for nerds. So it's gonna be anything anything nerdy. Oh yeah, but the you know the physical media because that's nerdy shit. Fuck. Oh, that. I don't know. That's 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 a waste <laughs> of money. Fucking. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck those guys and their collectible discs and their fucking. Yeah. Fuck those physical guys. media pussies. Yeah. I just I see it sad. I think it's sad. Like 
And this is just the push for the machines to take over and do digital. That's what they want us to do is do more digital. Right. And that's for some reason they make they make more money doing it digitally. It's more cost effective for them. So but people have to remember, yeah, you could you have you have so much access to so many movies and shows at the top touch of your fingertips when you're streaming, but they can take they can change scenes, they can take away stuff at any given point. They can take shit off. Exactly. They can edit stuff out. When you have that Blu-ray or that DVD that's never going to be changed by a studio, it can never be you know taken out. You can watch it anytime. So people have Unless to... Unless you get caught up in the Mandela effect, then you're fucked. So, yeah. <laughs> so now that we bring it up, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, Toys R Us is going to open stores across the U.S., including airports and cruise ships. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, aptly named the Air, Land, and Sea Expansion. It's a bold move for the troubled toy company, which is attempting another rebound after filing for bankruptcy and closing all its stores in 2018. But that's only in the U.S. Because Toys R Us in Canada and in, in international uh, in other countries has continued to exist. It's only in the U.S. that they closed down all the stores. Um the first airport store will open in November at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport through a partnership with Duty Free Americas. Um, the flagship stores will open in a new deal with Go Retail Groups, which will start opening in a 2024 holiday. Okay, so not even until fucking next year. <laughs> but right now, they do have uh, Macy's. A bunch of Macy's stores have a Toys R Us section. I think it's been uh, a year or, yeah, I think since last year. Which is pretty cool, but it's still nothing like the actual Toys R Us. Um, but yeah, supposedly they're going to open stores again in at least 24 cities in America. So at least you're going to get an L.A., New York, uh, Miami. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Large cities. Yeah, all the big cities are going to get it. First, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 24 flagship locations will join the 452 Toys R Us shops that are currently open in Macy's stores across the country. So there you go. On to some other news. Uh, We got a confirmation from Invincible. Is it season three? Season two. Season two. That's right. I was thinking of, um, what's the other one? What's the other show? Uh, The Boys. Yeah. Um, so Invincible season two, there's a new poster. It drops November third, so not too long from from now. And then we got a trailer for the Iron Claw coming into yeah, yeah. December twenty second. The true story of the inseparable Von Erich brothers, who make history in the intensely competitive world of professional wrestling in the early nineteen eighties. Through tragedy and triumph under the shadow of their domineering father and coach, the brothers seek larger-than-life immortality on the biggest stage in sports. And that's got Zac Efron, um, Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. Uh, and I know it's got a, uh, a few other actors as well. It's got a pretty good-looking cast. Pinhead, uh, the, guy, the guy with the muscles, that's Carrie Von Eric, right? 
Yeah. And he's the least talented out of all the Van Erics, correct? If I'm not, I'm not mistaken. I mean, yeah, but I don't want to say all that, but yeah. Because like the other, the other two brothers are way better when it comes to like the the, the wrestling aspects of it, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't like saying all that, but yeah, it's true. Okay, okay. just just making sure, cause. And I heard someone say in a review, looking at the trailer, they're like, "Zach Efron got way too buffed up for the role." I'm like, "If you're you fucking see, stupid, fuck you, you don't if you know." Saw, yeah, 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 if, yeah, yeah. If they saw how big that motherfucker was. Yeah, yeah. like seriously, like. Yeah, so the cast includes Zach Efron, Jeremy Allen White, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, Lily James, <laughs> Harry. Wait, so Zach Efron is Carrie, right? Zach Efron oh. is Kevin. Ke- okay, Kevin one Eric. Jeremy okay. Allen White is Carrie. Oh, okay. Maxwell Jacob Friedman is Lance. Huh. You also, you also MJF? have Wait, wait, what? MJF? Yeah. Huh. I think you may recognize some other names here because it looks like they got other wrestlers here. Um, Harris Dickinson is playing David Von Erich. Holt McElhaney, uh Fritz Von Erich. I guess he's the father. Mm. Aaron Dean Eisenberg is playing Ric Flair. Stanley Simmons or Stanley Simons is playing Mike Von Erich. Brady Pierce is playing Michael Hayes. Ryan Nemeth. Oh, nice. Ryan Nemeth is playing Gino Hernandez. Kevin Anton is playing Harley Race. Cassie Lewis Caragino is playing Bruiser Brody. So um Chavo, Chavo Guerrero Jr. is playing the Sheik. Iron Sheik? The Sheik. That, 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 that is the Iron Sheik, though, yeah? Pinhead? I guess so. No, it might be the actual Sheik. Okay. Cause that era, it might it might be the actual Iron Sheik. Yeah, it just says the Sheik. Um, yeah, it might be the cause there. So it might be before the Iron Sheik. Okay, okay. I was just like, holy crap! That would I be can't so believe bad. MJF's in this shit. So now you gotta watch it. <laughs> well, I was gonna watch it before. Yeah. Yeah, that trailer looks intense, and it looks like looks like Efron's gunning for that Oscar nomination. Like, man, yeah. he's got. And I'm like, hey, more power to him. Like, the movie looks fantastic. I'm, I'm. I mean, if, if MJF is there, that means it's gonna be like a legit fucking wrestling. Uh, it's gonna be full of action, then. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So Travel be in there too. Did you guys yeah. see the new trailer that dropped for Monarch? Legacy of Monsters on Apple Plus. Yes. What'd you guys? Yeah, I saw it on my Apple. Um, the Asian girl looks hot. (laughs) That's about it. Well, production-wise, it looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. So they're going back in time for for a series. Was when it's going to be a like a the the brief story of how Monarch became Monarch, right? I don't know, but all I know is it's probably. It's a series, and you got um, Kurt Wyatt, Russell, yeah. Wyatt Russell playing the younger version of Kurt Russell's character. Well, they look alike. So. Well, that's his son. So I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what better way to yeah play the younger version? 
I'm kind of hoping they release this at least limited in theaters to see it on the big screen because those visuals look fantastic. Um, well, Apple has released some of their stuff on the big screen and they have the money. So they should. They can do it. But yeah, it looks interesting. Um, and then Matthew Vaughn also said uh, he is working on a Kingsman 3. Thank God. Uh, the Traitor King will take on the rise of Hitler. Wait. Wait. Is it is back in time? Um, I guess so. Uh, I don't think. The next installment in the franchise titled The Traitor King will focus on the rise of Hitler and how he was supported by the English aristocracy, drawing eerie parallels to current events and emphasizing the importance of the story. That is true. The Kingsman was originally planned as a TV series, but was turned into a film offering a new perspective on the creation of the espionage franchise. The prequel explores the story of Orlando and his determination to change the world through his spy organization, laying the foundation for the original Kingsman films. Is it is it uh, still Ray Fiennes as the the guy? Um, they did not say because he, he did well in the Kingsman, the, the the very you know that World War One one. Right. That one was pretty cool with Rasputin. Yeah, I dug that. I thought that was cool. Yep. So, Mike, have you seen Gen uh, Gen V yet? Uh, I started it. I have yet to finish the first episode. <laughs> Did you see the 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 shocking thing that uh, uh, Jester said? Oh my God! I don't want to fucking watch this video, this show anymore. No, I I didn't even get to that part yet. What 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 part did you leave off? Um, he's like twenty minutes in. They they stopped the guy who was running away from like the security or whatever. Like at night or something like that. Okay. I had lunch while I was watching it. So it, it's I was watching it and I kind of dozed <laughs> off. I was like, that was a good lunch. <laughs> yeah. it, okay. It's probably after that scene then. Okay. What you, you're going to be seeing. It's, it, it, it stars, uh, it, it, it stars, uh, termite. So. Okay. Okay. So it, it's like, it's the girl termite. And that's yeah. the, it's her scene. Yeah. I mean, at at this point, it's episode four. Nothing, you know, nothing really shocks me anymore when it comes to like the the people that created the boys and and this show, right? I'm just like, I'm just riding riding along for for whatever the thing is, and they're basically just dorm kids, and like you know, in college, they're just doing whatever the, the fuck they're doing with superpowers, right? So, this uh this past episode is about. Like oh what the fuck did I do last night I can't remember jack shit and then yeah. they're they're piecing everything together so yeah I'm just waiting oh. for the boys the next season yeah but you know the 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 power sets are kind of weird yeah it's not bad oh yeah it's interesting yeah I just I just didn't like the the fact that like uh golden boy uh had to uh you know he has to burn off everything and he's like and well, they, they kept talking about his dick right the whole entire time realistic. So, so I'm just like I'm like oh my god, <laughs> but it, it's a it, it's it's Pat that was Patrick Schwarzenegger Golden Boy so. Okay yeah yeah that's right. 
So that's right. It's not a. It's not as like welcoming as the voice was. You know, because yeah. the voice, the voice, even though how gross it, that shit is, is like, and however funny it is, it's still welcoming. You you understand? You you get you get a gist of whatever. The, this this show is just like you know what we're just gonna fucking shock you. That's right. basically it. So. Yep. Yeah. Um. I'd rather watch it than Loki. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> Not even Thor's brother. Not even for Thor's brother. No. <laughs> I'm not even because he he's the bad guy. I don't even and know. Even for the to... Tom Hiddleston. No, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, what was that? It was like nine point something million. They were like, "Oh, look at this shit! We got nine million people watching our Disney Plus show." Yeah, because they probably were probably bored out of their minds because there wasn't anything on the movie theaters. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, and I finished the 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 second or the, this this uh version of Castlevania, this uh, new season. I like. How is that? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. The the it, it just weirded me out because there's a dude that sings opera, which is fine, which is perfectly fine. I don't have any problems with it. But like I said, I know the difference between opera and and whatever he was singing. What he was singing was not opera. Yeah. So let's just leave it at that. That's the only annoyance that I have. Everything else is 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 good. The little cliffhanger at the end is a good it's a good surprise for people. You guys are gonna like it if you're a fan of Castlevania. So Move forward, do it. I stand corrected. Season two premiere of the Marvel series for Loki racked up ten point nine million views worldwide over its first three days, plus a few hours as defined by the increasingly industry standard formula of total viewing time divided by runtime. Okay, that's a weird metric, whatever. Yeah, that's a stupid <laughs> metric. Yeah, cuz it's it's just views. So what's a view? Does it does is a view from start to finish of the episode or is a view just the first 10 minutes and that's a view? If they didn't finish it, who gives a fuck? We got it, right? <laughs> like what is it? Like so interesting. But yeah, I'm at least that's I have something to look forward to. Like, hey, Thursday, Loki on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm digging it. Uh the Marvels has advanced tickets right now available, but it looks like it's not doing so hot as far as the advanced ticket sales. Um but I'm curious to check it out. I don't even think Park Soon Jun is gonna save this fucking movie, man. Nope. But Julie was saying, like, should I watch it? Yeah, she I has to watch it. Yeah, she has to watch well, it. I told her, yeah, let's watch it because I want to watch it. I want to see it on the big screen. I, and then you, you, you still need to uh, inquire about the purchasing the the Funko Pop for my for my wife too. Oh yeah, well it's it's at Target. They have it at Target. I've seen. Oh, it. they do. Yes. The the character itself. Yes, Prince Yan. Okay. And they does even look, had a they even had look, a Happy Meal toy. Wait, does he look like a PSJ? No. Sure. Yeah, in Funko Pop form. Oh god. Hey, PSJ. Look, this is a PSL. Dude, it's P PSJ, dude. Parks <laughs> <of June. laughs> well, I don't know that shit. 
because I ain't a K K drama fan. That, that that's the fucking like Tom Cruise of Korean movies and shit. Yeah, is he gonna he, run? He's he's gonna save the industry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, if I don't see him, he's gonna dance. That's what he's gonna do. He's gonna fucking <laughs> dance. He ain't gonna run. Nobody's gonna top the big daddy of running on screen. <laughs> uh, he, he's a, he's one of those big stars that they did. He's, he's actually pretty good. So yeah. So box office pro, uh, the Marvels opening weekend range is at fifty to seventy five million. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah. Fucking flash flash open at sixty five million opening weekend. So yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's not looking good. That's not looking good, bro. You got Brie fucking Larson. Hey, Oscar winner Brie Larson. Uh, yeah. 50 Been for 70, a long heap of hurt. Fifty to seventy-five million. I mean, for a Marvel movie to open under a hundred million, that's that's bad. That's a failure. That's a failure. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. hey, when the flash opened with sixty, especially in Kevin's every, eyes, that's a failure. Yeah, when the flash opened at sixty-five, everyone's like, "Ah, oh, look at that shit! Look at that fucking train wreck!" Well, Marvel fans, y'all better fucking do something. Uh, but I don't think it's enough. Oh boy, they're not gonna. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. They they got too big. Too Marvel got too big for the britches, so they think they can they can make they can make gold out of anything. So. Not with that cookie cutter shit. Well, it's also this. It feels like after Endgame, because it was like a a, a milestone, yeah. an, an accumulation of all those of everything that came before. Mm-hmm. After Endgame, it just feels like okay, where are we going? We're not getting an event, an, another Avenger. They announced the next Avengers, but man, that's gonna take forever. And that that was that was the issue again. So start start off like instead of get, giving them a, a timeline for phase five, six, seven, whatever the fuck they do. Oh, do you guys want to see this? And then if, if we see like the crowd go ah, okay, we're we're planning on making it whatever whatever. Here's the announcements. Da-da-da-da. We're not gonna put out dates here. We're not gonna put up any any sort of things. We we have we have in place writers, people, or creatives that they're gonna. Do this. We're gonna to try to bring in the Fantastic Four and the X Men into in the MCU. Say that. Don't even say nothing else. Don't even say anything about like, oh, we're gonna make a movie. We're gonna make. We're gonna tie in everything with you know whatever, whatever. No, just say that. That's enough hype for all those fucking people to be like, oh, I, I can't wait. So the next movie, the next MCU movie that it comes out with, they're gonna be so hyped to see that. Oh, oh, we want to see the fucking uh, end, you know, the end credits. They might, they might give us a, a hint about Fantastic Four, oh, or, or X Men, or whatever. Just, just like the formula from first, you know, the the the, the first three phases. Do the, do the same goddamn thing like that. Repeat it, but no, nah. nope. Oh, we have a plan. We have Shang Chi, and the Ten Rings. We have this. We have Captain Marvel. We have Black Panther. We have this, we have that, and then it goes to phase five, blah, 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 blah. and then phase six is the Avengers. Blah, blah, blah. No, you're 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 giving out like future plans for like, and your your results are absolutely dog shit. So you know you're ruining, you're you're pulling yourself back now because you're you're getting embarrassed. 
So it's just it got too big. Marvel Studios tweeted 14 hours ago, get tickets now to witness the return of an Avenger. And it's for the Marvels, and it's featuring clips of Captain Marvel from Endgame, and then uh, an Avenger did, returns. Did, did somebody reply with a tweet of Thanos punching the shit out of her out, out, out <laughs> into outer space? <laughs> I don't know. They should have. Oh boy. All that power and all she got all she got was like she got she got punched in the face. Yep. I don't know. Can, <laughs> Someone can, tweeted can, real can, cinema. Real cinema. Uh Jesus. What my tickets? It should be named as Captain Marvel 2. <laughs> the thing's dead after opening the night. <laughs> Holy shit. Put me Larson's abs. Way That's too it. woke. Go back to the original idea. <laughs> oh, we got fucking, we got fucking Kamala Khan. We got fucking black superhero lady. Oh, this fucking too woke shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and the villain too is a woman, a strong, empowered female. Ah, oh, too woke. Ah, <laughs> uh, you, you poor cisgender fucks. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Holy shit, dude! Just tell a good story. I don't give a fuck Everything is woke. Everything is woke now. Everything is woke. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Fucking. Okay. Your Con- socks are woke. Did you? <laughs> My face is woke when I look at the. <laughs> it's just I don't know, man. Like every everybody. My hat's woke. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Yeah, man, fifty to seventy-five million from That's a terrible. Marvel movie. Because man, what was the last Marvel movie that came out? Wakanda. No, Wakanda. It was. Uh, it was... Was Guardians, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, Guardians. Yeah, because Guardians was after um Quantum Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Guardians did well. Um because hmm. I don't remember them doing anything after Guardians. Right. Yeah, it would have been yeah, it would have been Guardians. And that if I'm not mistaken, that was in May. Yeah, May 5, that's when it came out. So. Huh. And here and here comes the judge. <laughs> Captain Marvel. <laughs> now I'm curious, what's the lowest Marvel movie to open so far for opening weekend? Wasn't it Quantumania? It had to be. It, yeah, I think so. It's either Quantumania or fucking um, uh, Love and Thunder, isn't it? Okay, so I, I don't know how this counts. Incredible Hulk 2008 that's still part of the MCU. Oh, the one with the... That was $55 million. Ant-Man in 2015 was $57 million. But granted, that's Ant-Man. That was the first Ant-Man movie. That was $57 million opening weekend. But now, 
the Mar- comic CBR.com. The, the Marvels is tracking to have the MCU's worst opening weekend ever. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah, 55, man. Yeah, it's That's true. terrible. Pre-sales trends are currently 69% behind the pace of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and 42% behind Eternals. Wow. That one was bad. <laughs> that, one, that one was bad. I remember. I remember like... Yeah. Like, as much as I like the movie, like a lot of people didn't, didn't fucking watch that movie. So, but I hated it. Yeah. Eternals box office, four hundred two point one million. Uh, is that? Oh shit! Is that in the U.S.? That's not opening weekend, right? Because that's bullshit. No, 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 that, that's that's okay. the entire. That's the entire run. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, they broke. They broke even with that. Yeah. Good premise. So okay, so Eternals opened at seventy-one million, and then one and nearly one hundred sixty-two million globally, despite an all-time low cinema score for the studio. Um, the film grossed four hundred two million worldwide, so that's still pretty. So I mean, say what you will about the Eternals, it's Gemma Chan, four hundred, the power of Asians. Well, that entire cast. You have Salma Hayek. You got Angelina Jolie, you got fucking uh, uh, uh Gilgamesh, the big big uh, Korean dude. Yeah, you got him. You have you have a pretty fantastic cast. Um, four hundred two million worldwide is pretty solid for Eternals. <laughs> how much? How much did the Meg do? Like a few years back. The Meg, the original one. Yeah, I bet you it made a billion. The original movie made five hundred thirty point two million in the U.S. Well, in the in, like, no, 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 that's, that's sorry, that's worldwide. Five hundred thirty okay. million worldwide, and hey, that's half a billion dollars. Like, holy yeah. shit. that's mostly China because it's fucking. Uh, they love the Chinese movies against a production budget of one million. <laughs> so that's why the Meg Two was inevitable. Amen. Don't you know? Don't. Like the power of the Chinese market, dude. The Meg oh. Two box office worldwide, three hundred eighty-four million. That's still pretty solid. Holy shit! So we're gonna get Meg Three. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah, fucking Meg Three, Tokyo Drift. Fucking, I can't wait. <laughs> I I need to see those. I have not seen those movies, but the trailer the, was fun. Like no, no the first Meg wasn't like again like it's cheesy as hell, right? But it it wasn't as stupid as Meg Two is. Cause just because of the fact the fact that the how big the fucking Meg was, he was all the in Meg Two, they they were all over the goddamn beach. Yeah. How how is that physically possible if they're all over the beach? How deep is the goddamn uh like swimming area in the beach? So, but whatever. Time travel. I know, right? <laughs> Fucking that 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 you know that solves everything. Yeah, so I've been playing Gotham Knights on Xbox. Yeah. Boo! I I dug the intro and the start. I was like, holy, this is pretty cool. Yeah, the intro is awesome. But the gameplay, it's not it's not as solid as the Arkham games. It just no, and it wants to be. It really wants to be the Arkham games. Yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? 
Excuse me. So I'm glad I didn't buy it because I have it on Game Pass. Yeah. So I'm like, holy shit, this is pretty cool. I'm riding, I'm riding fucking Nightwing's bike. I can fucking pop a wheelie. I'm like, oh, shit, this is fucking cool. But it it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it wants to be the Arkham games. And it's got some of the aesthetics and looks of it. But the gameplay doesn't feel like it. No. The, the Arkham games, man, when you when fucking Batman punches, you feel that fucking punch. But I'm like, here, this I'm like, shit's stiff in Gotham Knights. Yeah. So. Well, I tried telling you, you know, but at least you got to experience it for free. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because I remember when they announced it, I was like, "Oh, this looks fucking cool." But I'm, and then they announced, "Oh, only for next gen consoles, not for PS4." I'm like, fuck, okay, you get not getting my money. But then I'm like, I got the Xbox. I'm like, and then I remember they announced it. I'm like, oh shit, it's coming. I'm gonna be able to play it. Yeah. They I'm also an, they also announced uh Jedi Survivor for I guess they're bringing it to PS4. But I, right. I remember Dan mentioned to me that it may not it may not transfer well so well on the PS4. Yeah. those graphics and you know so yeah may not handle it so he said you're 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 good that you got the xbox and i'm like yeah because i wanted to really play the game and get you know get into the story yeah he, he, wants, he wants to be that jedi that shoots people you know what i'm saying i don't even use the blaster but hey sabine did that at the end of ahsoka I know, I saw that. and her blaster yeah was nice. I told you the action scenes were great. I just didn't like the fucking like in, in, insta power that she got. You know, after she she got that choke me daddy moment. You know, what I mean? you know, I'm just like, wow. Now you're a super super saiyan fucking Jedi now. Shit, you can you can you can force force launch people up in the air now. Okay. Oh, and I did think it was appropriate. It was I I kind of saw it coming that Ahsoka and Sabine were gonna be left behind. Um, but at least they're good now, and they can train even more. The next time we see Sabine, yeah, oh, yeah. I, and then I can't wait for the little Ninja Turtles that are going to be training the Jedi arts as well. So yeah, be... <laughs> so that would be awesome. The little... <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I have. Yep. Unless you guys have anything else. Oh, uh, I've been playing Sea of Stars in uh, on oh, the PS4. Yeah. I love it. It reminds me so much of like uh, the old school game. I don't know if you remember Chron- uh, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Oh, it's it, like it's, that. It, it's uh, it, I I love these like JRPGs that are like little, you know, with with the the two D two D aesthetic uh, yeah. look and everything like that. I love I love playing those. Those are, like my my favorite type of games to play. And the story's great, and I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm, fifteen percent in. I I haven't even met the big baddie yet, so I I haven't even met like the the, the majority of the crew. So like I'm just having fun, like just killing monsters left and right, just going back. You know, you know how I, how you you build yourself up into a much better, you know, better level and all that stuff. So I, I'm like farming. <laughs> That's basically what I've been doing. I was going back and forth, and then, oh, let me go kill these fuckers. It's it's too easy. 
Yeah, and they're like, oh, skill points, skill points. So, so when I when I meet the monster, it'd be like, you know, three hits and they're dead. So that's how you do it. Yep. Yeah, but it's fun. It's a it's a great it's a great story too. <coughs> oh, and another speaking of stories, remember like I was like messing around with you guys in regards to like what would you guys want if you guys uh what kind of type of animal and what type of uh element and all that stuff. I'm having yeah. a hard time with fucking jesters because he confused the shit out of me. Right? Yeah, with with Mike with Mike he's uh he said like oh I want to be uh you know I I want a wolf. You know, and, and element is earth. I'm I'm fine with earth. And I was like, okay, cool. That, that we can we can work around that. Pinhead is easy. He said, Pinhead's like, I want a dragon, and I want and my element is fire. Right? And I'm just like, okay, that's cool. I, I like that. That's a good premise. Whatever. I understand that. Fucking Jester, he says, yeah, I want the fire element, and I want a koala bear. <laughs> so. The most docile fucking creature on 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 the planet, who eats nothing but eucalyptus leaves. How how am I gonna work work with this kind of like? I have a vivid imagination. I I'm still have, I'm drawing a blank on how to make it work, dude. <laughs> I I'm I'm just I so I'm just like, man, I'm I'm gonna have to ask him to like change the animal. But he said no. My my wife my wife's uh, you know. My wife's favorite uh, animal is the koala, so I want a koala and a fire element. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta figure something out. I gotta like, I'm just because I'm just like drawing up, you know, I'm drawing a blank right now. So I'm just, so, but it, it's, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out things like in regards to like a, a mixture of wuxia and with like elemental stuff and magic and whatever. I have an idea for Mike's uh, character already, and and Pinheads. So so you guys are. I'll explain it like when I whenever when, whenever I flush it out. But it's gonna be cool. We're like yeah. we're we're gonna be like uh, we're not the main characters of the story. We're gonna be like the like the sages, so to speak. We're gonna be like the the ones that are they had they have to meet us in order for them to fucking uh, be be who they they need to be, so to speak. So I guess a fire koala is something. I gotta figure something out. Yeah. So what, you know, the, maybe like you know, lava lava filled fucking scratchies. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a jester. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, that's all I have. All righty, Pinhead. You got anything else? After Exorcist, I'm tapped out. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Well, alrighty. That's the episode. Thank you guys for listening or watching. Uh, Till next time. Mm -hmm. Stay safe out there, y'all. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Recording stopped. Okay. Yeah. Where is it? See, it's on more. It's on more. It's on. Yeah. See, they. Oh, my God.